Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a DD play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a DD 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. The Critical Role Podcast, brought to you by Geek and Sundry, with special permission from Vox Machina. Now, Vox Machina, after completing the trials of the Slayer's Take and acquiring their marking brand as uh, essence of them joining the actual guild itself, meeting the uh, Gynosphinx that is currently <laughs> responsible such children uh, responsible for the development and the progression of the uh, of the guild itself. Uh, they found themselves. Uh, Having uh, having Pike join them for about a week time while her uh, the landscape of her temple to Saren Ray was being cleansed of a curse, uh, and the group decided to follow through on their promise to aid Keyleth on her Aramente to find the Pyra people to the far southwest of Vasselheim. After oh, I'm burping garlic. Uh, garlic stinking cloud over there. You thought he wasn't a caster. Um, made their way to the mountains, uh, eventually to the uh, the actual pirate tribe itself, uh, where they underwent a trial through the plane of fire, the elemental plane of fire. Battled some of the druids of the pirate themselves in elemental fire form. Uh, combated against time through a cinder storm as they attempted to escape. Managed to do so with their lives, and in doing so, gained the blessing from the Aramente for Keyleth from the pirate tribe. Uh, as well as a, a blessing from their main druid as well, uh, as a, a sparkstone. Yes. And uh, returned to Vasselheim. Pike Sir then Curtis. said her goodbyes again, uh, returning to help the restoration of the Temple of Saren Ray, and you have all been left to your devices now. So, as you all awaken the next morning within the guild hall itself, your journey and your path is your own to take. We wake the next morning. Beard check, please. Beard check. <laughs> uh. Zero or ten? That's zero. That's no, good. That's good. It's, that's a that's a hundred. It depends. That's a hundred. Are you serious? Well, Second time that's zero, happened. Zero, zero. All you had to have rolled was like a nine or anything other than a zero. That's all you would have. Anything. Zero. In any other case, that would have been. If this were like second edition Encyclopedia Magica, you would have just gotten like the most broken artifact ever. You've rolled yeah. two hundreds. Uh, you would have gotten sorry. a holy beard, some with sort a, of. With a, with a tiny methodical squeak, your pores produce but a, a few random molecules of hair like material <laughs> that then in the air around your is chin. It, is it at least rough? You know, like, oh, he needs to shave, it's so Not rough. smooth as a baby's bottom. Um, well oiled. This was, this well is oiled. a. This Fine is still, leather, is this, that's what your face is. Is it still in the, the uh, time? It's still 24 hours since you, you had the feast, right? 
Like it still counts. Uh, no, because the, 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 the travel back travel to the back. town took about two and a half, three days, so that's been long past the feast time. So the benefits of the hero's feast have, have already been washed from your system. Could yeah. I have taken a piece? Where with am me? I? Like a piece of. That's a very good question. Like kind of um, as you returned, you guys have tired from the venture, went to sleep. Uh, you have spent the past week or so uh, on your own, uh, essentially finding one of the various establishments in the city that uh, can aid you through your sore muscles, through the help of, of uh, feminine companionship or other types of companionship, whatever your preference may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but upon leaving, realized that your party had left and had been gone for some time. And where are they? Where am I? So have I, where, where are they? Gone. Where am I? Uh, you've just now found word that they've returned to the Slayer's Take Guild Hall, oh. and you've made your way in that direction okay. this bright morning. Because it's free to stay there. Yeah, we can see them for free. Hello! Oh, Scanlan! Oh, Scanlan! Hello, Scanlan! Where well, have you guys been? you just around. I, what? Pike? Wait, Did wait, really what? I said that really Pike was here? I, I didn't. First thing, I was yeah. a bit harsh, wasn't it? That. We took a field trip with her. You, you were What are you talking so about? Why didn't you call me? So we sad. have an earring! Yeah. You left we your earring. We have an earring! I used it, it twice, and you said, tried. stop bothering me, Tiberius. Well, I... I wish sure it wouldn't just don't stop bothering me. We were hearing very weird things from the other end of that earring. No, he definitely said my name and told me to stop. You didn't lead with Pike, though. You should have said, Pike's here. Hey, Pike's here. Probably should have done that. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was having a fun time, but I would have dropped everything to be with Pike. Well, a stormwind likes to finish a sentence, and I apparently didn't start the sentence correctly for you to hold your attention long enough. Don't bury the lead. Right. Pike first. Always Pike first. Right. Sorry. I wasn't even in a brothel. I was. I walked toward the brothel, but then I bumped into Zara. Remember? Zara? Oh, yes. oh, Zara. She invited me over, we talked all night, one thing led to another, nothing untoward, but we just had a nice slumber party, it was lovely. <laughs> it was me and a couple of tieflings, three I think, we were doing each other's hair, telling stories, playing songs, it was wonderful. Can I roll to see if he's bullshitting? Uh, you can go ahead and make a... Uh, this would be an insight. Yeah, grog insight check, modifier is zero, that's a nine. <laughs> He, you are bad. enthralled by his tail. <laughs> your elbows are on the edge of the bedspread right now. With your hands clasped. My feet behind me, crisscrossing. Yeah, like oh, You're this close to like a breakdown from Greece. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> it was great. We had a great PG night. That's, <laughs> sounds lovely. Yeah. Sounds like well, exactly what you know, That sounds like a wonderful time. It's all right that you. Yeah, except I would have dropped everything to come to see the woman I love, but the woman then, of my dreams, the woman I will marry and bear children with. Yes. Of course. Wow. wow. I don't know if she'll bear mine or I'll bear her. Yes, how does it work? It's very impressive. It's tricky. Yes, I've never seen a known birth before. Well, would it help if there were trolls? All right, so if there were trolls, it would be better that you missed everything. There weren't, there, there weren't trolls, but if there had been, it would well, have been better. Well, at least we're all together again. We got to meet we my can... family. <gasps> Wait, what? Yeah. I missed everything. <laughs> <laughs> we missn- missed a couple of points, but you know. What did you do for all the days know. we've been gone, 
now. This was a long slumber party. <laughs> we just kept going and going, and I was at one point I was like, okay, I'll see you. Well, oh, we're, we're still, there's another meal? Okay, I'll stick around for another day, and we just kept going and going. Did we you went. do nails and, and, and? We did, not my oh. hands, oh. just my, oh. my toenails. My oh, good. Toenails. All right. All right. We, uh, we braided hair, we, we just, we connected. That's wonderful. Mm, Sounds yeah. nice. Connected. Food. Connected. Yeah. Well, at least we're all back. We can get on the flying carpet and go somewhere oh. fun, right? Oh. Well. Oh. What? Oh. Yeah. Oh. oh. No. Who wants to, mm, who wants Scanlan, to? Scanlan, you've missed everything. Maybe we should let Keyleth explain where the flying carpet went to scan. Yes, Keyleth, where is the flying carpet? Why do I have to explain it? You're right, Tiberius, where did the fly go? <laughs> it's right here. I open my bag of holding. It's just, it just doesn't fly anymore. You have a bag of holding? Yes, I went to, Dr <laughs> I went to, I went to Draconia for like two minutes and picked one. That's really far. Oh, I, I teleported, I, you know, I did the thing. Oh, did thing. I went there, came back. So they, like they killed the carpet. It, it lives no more. I might have a solution. They also spent a lot of money. Well, um, but hey, to make they an omelet. didn't die, and that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a good right. thing. and we we fought a devil, a Whoa. demon. The a, devil? No, just a rakshasa. It seems that an enormous no. amount of alcohol has given you some perspective. I'm very proud of you. Well done. Yes. Thank you. Well, well, thank you for catching me up, fellows. What, really, what's what's our mission now? One night is all it takes. One me. night is all it should well, take. Mm. Yes. <sighs> What, um, uh, what are we? What are we doing now? Uh, well, that uh, is a good question. I have, I have a suggestion, but uh, first I'm going to bring up Lockheed and uh, Keyleth. Do Scott, you think you could? Uh, help You've missed everything. I was gone for like a day. <laughs> There's a dragon. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take him out of this cage. I'm gonna put him on. I'm gonna put him put him on on the table oh, here. He's got puppy breath. Oh yes you do. It is yes you do. Slightly worse than puppy breath, but I guess yeah. comparable. Mm -hmm. Um, like so we meat. Him a Meaty. He's mm. diseased of sorts. Dead squirrel. Maybe see if you could perhaps uh, use your medicine uh, strengths to see what the problem is. I mean, um, the hero's feast would have worked. Yes, I know. That's why I asked earlier as uh, the other guy. We did um, not have him with us then? As the other guy. <laughs> Uh, we didn't have him with us when when we had the feast. No, I don't. Oh. Know. Uh, he was with you, but it you was not specified. You didn't, didn't think of him at the time. I said I fed him, but I didn't say what I fed him. Mm, yes. So, I, I have a strange strange thought. Again, when was the last time we went home? Well, okay. Here's the thing. If we're gonna go Which home, home? I'm on. We'll have to wait. Grayskull. Right. If we're gonna go home, I would really, really, really. Really, like to stop by Grandpa and pick up our money. Yes, I think that's a very reasonable. I, I say, I say, we want to leave. Could, could I make a small request? You want to try again, don't you? I have a bit of a chip on my shoulder. Oh! Would you mind terribly if, um, if I maybe went out to the street and picked a fight? Just one little fight. Are you gonna fight? Just pit, wait, go out on the street. You're not gonna. You're not gonna chase down. What's his butt? I want, I want Kern. Okay, we're gonna go find Kern. Uh, do, are, are we, we going, gonna go find Kern? Are you sure about this? Hang on, hang on. Are we gonna go find Kern and do this with rules, or are we gonna do this without rules? Without rules, would be, you would win. You would win without <laughs> rules. I can't do it. I have to do it by the rules. So you, you want to go in the to stadium. the Crucible again? Yeah, in but does um. Is there like a tavern downstairs or any kind of like uh, like uh, 
anywhere that have cups or wineskins or? Uh, within the guild hall, there is a kind of a mess hall area that near a kitchen would have that cups, but it's, it's not like a full mm-hmm. tavern. Mm-hmm. Do you have any uh, wineskins wine or anything? Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Excuse me? Do you have a wineskin? Oh, I'm sorry. I was waiting on my first request before. Oh, what was your first request? To see if Keyleth could do it. I was waiting for a break in conversation. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. What are Um, you asking? Can I do a check to see if I can tell what Lockheed has? Like what kind of disease? Sure, go ahead and make a medicine check. Oh, Lockheed's sick? Oh, get me away from that. 21. He's cute, he's tiny. 21. Looking at Lockheed, you get the feeling that his disease essentially comes from a continuous time period of uh, poor meat being presented as a meal option. It's less of a magical or any sort of a natural disease. It is just something that is passing through his system. It's emaciated? Like, uh, not too emaciated, more than just some bad meat has found its system, okay. uh, which means without treatment over time, his health could diminish. However, if the food you've been feeding him has been of decent level. If this continues, he, it might clear. It could be aided through the use of simple healing salves and or natural remedies. Before we go on your pummeling journey, Grog, which I fully support. Can I make a few good berries cause... for him and feed him a few <clears throat> more good sure. berries? Yeah, and, sure. And uh, why yeah. not great berries? Well, I guess that's a matter of opinion. <laughs> Percy. Uh, as far as the matters at hand, I, of course, Grog, encourage your violence. Um, oh. And uh, Talison, I, I do like the idea of going back oh, to Mon. What did you just? Who? Who did you just? Grog. You just, and then you just said you just NPC'd I'm, me. Sorry, you just NPC'd me <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> I was so sorry. I was, I was speaking draconic again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Percy. That's um, draconic for How my man. Allison is my mother's name. Please, no one. Sorry. <laughs> I get, I get, no, that's not your mother's name. It's not my mother's name. But <laughs> no, she wasn't well. Oh. Carry on. Okay. She um, was your mother's I do, name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Percival. I go over to Percival and I get, I'm gonna give him a hug. Uh, yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Sorry, I'm scared. It's all right. We we didn't touch in my family. Go is, ahead. Is uh, I like the idea of going back to Imon. Um But uh, before that, I do believe we should go back to Craghammer and yes. collect our gold. Yes. Did we say that already? We did. We did. Wonderful. I was concerned about Lockheed here. <laughs> so much. Just to be clear, happened. Did you, I'm gonna put him on my shoulder. Okay. Did you say you encourage? My violence. Of course. I take up running out of the room. Bounding <laughs> 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 poof. Oh, oh, you have to be careful. You have to be responsible. Was there a, was there a window in the room? Uh, no, not this one. He's going to do that. We're going to do a Looney Tunes hole in the wall. So as Grog bounds off into the distance, <laughs> oh god! You guys give chase. Yes, yes. Uh, After you get out into the main thoroughfare, we really need to make that leash for him, like we said we were going to. <laughs> as you make your way into the main thoroughfare, you look over and you, you catch uh, the image of the distant Goliath heading northward towards the uh, the braving grounds, just plowing through the crowd. You see a couple of people that are like knocked flat onto their ass, kind of like head shaking. What just happened? As he just goes bounding into the distance. Follow the trail of distressed people. <laughs> uh, I give chase. I give myself fly so I can go over the crowd easily. Okay. Uh, as you glide over the cloud, you can see a few bastions glance up and kind of narrow their eyes and begin whispering to themselves to keep. It's a- fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh. I, I realize what I'm doing and I stop. <laughs> you come to a slow gliding. I keep forgetting about this. That's going under tombstone. As I realize what I'm doing, and I stop. As, as, you, as, you, as you enter the group, um, you Fair. perceive less than him that there are now no less than five bastions that are keeping about a thirty-foot distance, walking and falling behind Tiberius. Oh. Oh. Um, I go up and I um, I tell Tiberius, maybe 
it's best just to keep a low profile for a I know, while. I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. And I, I turn around and wave at the Bastions. It's all as right, he's from Imon. As soon as you wave and make that interaction, they break off into a group of two and three and just go in two different directions and disappear into the crowd. Cool, well, that was fun. <laughs> Hunters mark one of them, just Yeah, Hunters mark one of them. <laughs> Do they feel that? Uh, go oh, wait, yeah, can they feel that? Uh, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check on this. Oh gosh, wait, which one should I roll for a sleight of hand? mark. Okay, how down? <laughs> just a beacon on her heads. Oh, natural 20, what? Who <laughs> <laughs> first roll? No, wait, that was the first roll. You're, a, you're the anti-Whedon as of late. <laughs> It's kind of amazing. All right, uh, yeah. Uh, you hunters mark one of the bastions who wanders off in the crowd, and you have a very, very good idea of where him and or the cluster that's with him awesome. is moving. And so, as you guys progress, following this this path, of grog is carving through the crowd, heading through the main the main uh, bazaar area at the center of the Quad Roads district, heading kind of northwestern up into the braving grounds of uh, Vasselheim. You can also sense that they are following, though at a good sixty foot distance, kind of keeping an eye on the. Red scaled dragonborn that then flew out into the open air, the midday sun. Fuck this. Uh, with his tinier dragon, his very meta dragon on dragon action. Yeah. Um, you can see pushing into the Braving Grounds area, and you can see now the giant uh, black smokestacks that are billowing up from the various uh, blacksmithies, and uh, there's a large industrial iron complex that is used in the mining and reforming of all the weapons and armor that go to the most of the bastions in the city here in the Braving Grounds. Um, you make your way up towards the Bellows Respite Inn to where the uh, the Crucible itself is held in the center. As you approach, it is midday. There's no crowd gathered. The Crucible is currently emptied and kind of left on its own. Uh, you kind of glance about for a second and there's nobody here running any sort of fight ring. Damn it. Oh, no. I'll have to come back. What are we going to do? As, as you were shouting it into the air, Kern. a few people oh, nearby kind of. But the Star Trek reference is coming. Yeah, people around you start totally glancing it back. I was. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It's Kurt. It's yeah, it works out fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I got it. Uh, nearby individuals kind of drop their stuff and look over as this 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 billowing, deep Goliath voice fills the air around the center of this mildly, you know, business as usual uh, <laughs> road vicinity. Um, suddenly, a few individuals come looking out from the inside the Bell's Respite Inn. Uh, this is a kind of a tavern portion of the front. Uh, one of which is uh, once lucky Ned, who is the run the person who runs the tavern. Uh, he's like a human barkeep that wanders out and Hugh, Philip, <laughs> Yellen Kern, and you see this look in his face like, <laughs> bring me the body of Kern. Al alive, alive. He wants to Just fight him. He cocks his head a little bit at you. <laughs> Just a moment. Stay right there. And he runs back inside. It's be a street fight. Oh god! <laughs> I hear Scanlan say that, and I run out and I say, "Fight!" <laughs> At this point, other members of the tavern are starting to come out, tankards in hand, like here. What's, what's going on? I see you. Oh, oh! It's gonna be a fight at the Crucible. You hear the shouts going off in the nearby house. It's like echoing, like town crier to town crier. You're hearing voices echo throughout the entirety. Of the braving grounds, of people preparing for this midday, unexpected, sudden throwdown. Um, at this point, you see a few of the bastions wearing the the armor that is, that is geared towards Cord, uh, the god of strength, that runs this. Am I the, the ones that I'm keeping an eye on, or different ones? Uh, no, the ones that you're keeping an eye on were from the quad roads, oh. and they've they're still staying back. One of them's the one that you've marked is around the corner, just kind of keeping an eye on everybody, but he's kind of keeping to himself. He does stand out like a sore thumb because his armor is darker and based around uh, uh, Arathis. 
Um, whereas here, the um, the the bastions that that are kind of under Cord's uh, vision have more of a red, kind of dark, almost rusty look to their armor. Um, anyway, as the shouts continue, some of the Cord bastions can gather. One of which you recognize is the one who was acting as the bookie uh, the first time you came to the uh, to the to the Crucible, and he looks. His eyes are kind of wiping. Sleep from his. Eyes. It looks like he just got into his armor and rushed out here. You know, over about ten minutes since you first came out here and shouted your challenge to the sky. He kind of rushes out for a second. <clears throat> oh. You, hey, Marty, properly that you are challenging our standing champion once again. Ah, you heard right. Midday now, near the noonday sun. Aye, where everyone can see and he can't hide. He glances over to hit another bastion that's to his left. Good could No. <laughs> he rushes off and kind of looks back to you. Well then, a fight we're gonna have. Oh. oh boy. At this point now, there's probably about 20, 25 people that are beginning to gather around the outskirts of the Crucible or around you. You're going, oh, it's Philip. Philip's showing down with Kern. And there's all these different whispers now going throughout the crowd as the rest of you kind of gather. The, um, the bastion that you've been following kind of backs off and uh, stays further back and is like slowly keeping a distance further away as the crowd begins to gather, not wanting to stay. I wanted to say inconspicuous amongst all this chaos and rabble you guys have collected. I, I join in with everybody else. You have, yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Kern's fighting Philip. Why are you telling me this? Close on him. Kern's fighting. I also know. Try. Try. No, I want to. You need time. To I want to pass off. Maybe make a friend. Can I try like to pass friend. off subtly my anyone but us? Kern doesn't know. AC. It's Rob, fine. You have currently no, so doing fine. You're doing fine. Protection. Don't make a new friend. You've got enough. You do not. I don't. On the ring, does it say attunement required? No. It, 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 like it doesn't, I don't think, hold on, let me look. Miss you. I'll come look up for you. Ring of protection. Yeah, my belt of dwarven kind is the It just thing, says but plus all. two bonus to AC mm, and saving requires So yeah, you have to take time to go ahead and attune the magical item. <laughs> Unfortunately, that won't okay. Sorry, Grog! It's all right. They should have right. taken off running! <laughs> about 20 oh. minutes pass by as the crowd has now gathered to about 50 to 60 people. Apparently, word of your last battle has gotten around, and now <gasps> there's this fevered pitch of interest. People have dropped what they're doing, and the smokestacks you can see have slowly turned to a dribble as everyone who's working the nearby forges and or smelting uh, smelting irons have all rushed out here to see this battle and dropped what they're doing. Uh, this has turned into full-on, you know, uh, Morpheus' fight in Neo. <laughs> I turn to the bookkeep, and I take out my entire coin purse, and I throw it at him. Miss, I, I use my hand, my hand, my bad, my you hand. You use magic! Oh no, I don't! I don't do that. <laughs> we whack him on the head before he, oh, he starts to do the hands. Stop it! I throw him the coin purse and I say, I, do? I expect to see that <laughs> double when I get out and I jump into the pit before Kern oh, even arrives. Okay, crunch. you leap down as the whole crowd goes, and this series of shouting screams surround the air around you. He grabs the coin purse. How much is in that coin purse? Uh, according to this, it's 11, well, that's, what? that can't be right. Get it? 11,000? Personal funds? Your personal funds, not what's in the bag of holding. 1,363. 1,363. <laughs> Going with the odds. Right, yeah. It's three to one against him. Just don't. It's don't three to one. If I win, I'll maybe put, I'll I'll put the rest later. of that. I have six hundred gold. You don't hear this because he's just talking. Just about I'll, I'll collect oh. later. Don't, don't. 
Don't say it, bitch. Uh, I'll tap out. You got this, Grog. Yeah, you yeah. got this. Yeah. Good chap. Good chap. I would like to put a, put, to place a bet. Uh, Five hundred gold pieces on Philip. Onto Philip. All right. <laughs> I'm going to break my bank and follow suit uh, to my my human friend as well. Uh, Six hundred and twelve is, I think, all I have left. You heard Curious my number, but certainly. Well, what is what's what the at this time, you can see the crowd now see, gets a little more win, hushed. People are like, oh, and you see, you don't see this because you're down in the crucible. You guys see as gold. in the distance, the crowd, which is probably gathered to close to 70 so plus people, begins to part. And you see walking over, soot smeared across the front of his face. Stepping up is Kern the Hammer, oh. bristled half-orc mustache, a little bit tousled from a day of hard work, sweat glistening off the top of his brow of his shaved head. Oh, he's missing a lip. Oh, that's yes. true. As he, as, as he approaches, you can see, I mean, there has been some healing through the, the quick work of the clerics that worked after the last battle. However, there is definitely a section of his upper lip that is permanently missing, looking almost like a half-cleft palate. You can see beneath it his sneering yellowed teeth kind of grinding as he approaches the crucible. I believe in you, Philip. No. I'm gonna bet, I'm gonna bet. You're gonna bet? I'm gonna right. bet, I'm gonna put 600 on Philip! Whoa. So wait, Whoa. and this betting thing is enjoyable? <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's a gamble. Like it feels what we do with terrible. our lives constantly, it but with gold, it's terrible. So why do we do it? So we can make more money. if we win. And plus, it's giving faith in our friend. Yes. It's I'll, a symbol. I'll, it's inspiration. Five gold on Philip. No, more than, more than five gold. gold. <laughs> That's an excellent no, 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 bet. Five, five gold. I mean, that is sure. an excellent bet, Q. All right. Thank you. Uh, Very good. Is that Vax, See how it yes. feels when you are. Vax stands behind you. Okay. And yes. yes. I'll stand behind you. Baby this steps. Baby steps. And keeps his gold purse to himself. Um, at, at this point, the crowd kind of separates. Everyone's kind of this, this, this tension mounting. Everyone's eyes are on uh, Kern as he steps up to the edge of the, of the crucible. You now notice the dark figure. The noonday sun is now high in the sky, and you can see, but a little bit of the, the shattered outline of Kern, muscle bound, looming over the edge of the crucible. You hear a voice call down to you, low and gravelly and familiar. You! Do you like the gift I sent you? I reach into my belt and I pull out his upper lip and I give it a smell. I say, I've enjoyed it very much. I've come to collect the rest. And I fling it into the pit. It's the ground. You're not wearing the medal. A shame, really. I thought you'd be more proud of your status. <laughs> Leaps down into the pit right before you. Grin on his face. Burn. Fucking metal. As everyone's kind of gathered around, people are now swarming the bookie, like handing gold left and right. He's making notes in this little like ledger out of his pocket. People are beginning to gather around and crush against the outsides of the crucible. Some people being careful almost to be pushed in. Um, at this point in time now, uh, Kern's kind of glaring at you, and you guys are slowly circling each other. You've been training, I see. <laughs> Good. So have I. Oh no! He goes and takes his wineskin pop oh! from the top. Oh! Surely, a man of your stature oh, would honor me by sharing a drink before this battle. Oh. He takes. <laughs> throws you the wineskin. How much is left in there? About a third. Uh, oh no. You're clutching in your hand and he's staring at you intently. Meh. 
I don't drink such piss water. I pour it out, I take out my own wineskin <laughs> that I filled with the stone giant strength. Yes! And I chug it down. He's juicing! He's juicing! <laughs> oh! Uh, you see him kind of like snarl to the side as you toss his wineskin to the ground, you chug your own. It it tastes very heavily. This is frost giant strength, you said? Or the stone giant, yeah. Or the stone giant. It tastes very heavily of like black charcoal dust grit, and the actual liquid itself has a very, very uh, gravelly texture as it goes down your throat. You can feel chunks getting caught, but you just push through and continue oh, gulping it. It's thicker like a molasses than it is an actual liquid. Um, you finish it off, toss it to the side. Go ahead and mark your increase to strength for this. I got it down already. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you came prepared. No. Oh, gonna yeah. need a montage. <laughs> you toss your wineskin to the side. The bookie, you hear now, raise his hand. All here in attendance! That's us. We have here in the Crucible this day a rematch of Titans! The standing champion of all the braving grounds of Vasselheim, Kern the Hammer! Ah, the crowd just oh, yeah. Come on, Kern! Come on, Kern! copper, silver, and gold pieces on the ground around you, Grog. You guys should stay intensely locked in that warrior glare. Challenging him once again, tail between his legs, intent on claiming his glory. Returning to the Crucible, Philip! No! Yes! No! Philip is dead. There is no Philip. There is only Grog, (laughs) the vengeful! Walked around the outside of the crucifix. You now see the entire crowd, like the energy itself is electric in the air. Eyes are intense and bloodshot. Everyone is looking down into what is about to be hopefully a drag out, throw down fight. You feel the rippling strength of your stone giant elders tearing through your body as the muscles tense. You flex, and you hear with each muscle tensing and the popping of bones and sinew as you prepare yourself for this. As you're doing this, you see across the way, Kern cracks his knuckles, and you can see now the giant scar from his snarling lip. You realize he hasn't been snarling this whole time. It's just the natural state of his current smile. And then he snarls. I see his pucks protruding out, and the gums themselves, black and purple, peering out from underneath his upper lip that he once destroyed. I'm gonna take yours this time, boy. Enough words, no. toothless. Let's do this. Roll initiative. Okay. Oh! Music change, music change, music change, music change. Nice. I like the little ring. I'm gonna use my illusions. How did you have that ready? (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit! (laughs) Witchcraft! Witchcraft! Oh, he had it ready. I keep all my stuff at the ready just in case. All right. That predictable. Using special dice. (laughs) I have a whole cluster over here. All right. Uh, Okay. So what would you get for initiative total? Twenty. 20. 18 plus 2. Papers just littering more Like clusters and clusters of maps that are used or unused at all times. 
Alrighty. House is a uh, <laughs> Give me a book on I'm so sorry. Organizational yeah. systems. All right. As you're prepping for the circumstance, you're up first, Scrog. You have initiative. I race towards Kern, and I duck down as if I'm going to go into a form tackle towards his waist. I take a step to the side at the last second and wrap around my arms around his waist from behind, pick him up to DDT him over my shoulder. DDT! DDT! Okay. Uh, for this, go ahead and make an oh. athletics check. Oh, God! <laughs> uh, 25. 25. 18 plus seven. I've been waiting for this day. He rolled a 23, 15 plus eight. Um, so you rush up behind, he, he, he goes in for the feint, attempts to parry it, however, you vanish from the side. He feels the arms wrap around him and he reaches down instinctively to try them, pry them away, but it's too late as you lift him up off of his back and whack, send him onto the ground. Uh, go ahead and, and roll uh, 1d2 plus your strength modifier. D2? 1d what? 1d4? Was well, 1d4 divided by two. Or you yeah. can use your coin. Yeah. Uh, six. Six, all right. So he took the damage. There's no attacks this round currently. Um, however, he is currently prone. Yeah! He is prone on the ground. Uh, no problem! As you slam them onto the ground and release me, falls to the ground, you hear uh, this exhale of pain. Um, all right, you also have a bonus action still. That's right. Uh, with that action, I would like to go uh, into. Does it, does it take an action to rage? It takes a bonus action for you to rage. Which is what this is. Yes. And with that, as you see his his form crumbled on the ground, he gets up to one knee and begins standing up, kind of wiping off a little bit of the dust that's been smeared across his his slobbered uh, chin. You look down at him, and the skylight, the light that's pouring down into this from the sun that was once white and yellow in tone, now turns to red as your eyes focus on your quarry before you. Um, That ends your turn. Kern takes to Kern, uses half movement to stand up, looks at you, and kind of gives this kind of chuckle. <laughs> this early then, so be it. Bites the edge of his wrist and tears a chunk of his own oh, flesh no. off the side of his, his uh, arm. <laughs> uses his bonus action to rage. Goes into his frenzied rage as well, and it's just come at you with both fists. One thing you notice, strangely, Kern, who previously just seemed to throw haymakers at you before attacks, goes into a stance. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. He mocked up! He mocked up! He mocked up! And just goes up. into swing two heavy fists at you. Damn that is going it. to be a. Uh, Can you hear me? Uh, sh- oh, yeah. 24. That hits. And. Ooh, that is going to be a 27. Yeah, that'll hit too. All right. Uh, first hit is nine points of damage. Okay. Second one is eight points of damage. You got Whack. nine points Whack. of damage? Yeah. And for this, just for those who are paying attention, they're both raging, they both take half damage, but since they're both doing it, we're just negating both abilities, otherwise this battle would take for three hours. Right. Um, so, whack, whack, these fists you see as they hit you, they're not just extremely strong and powerful previously, but they're hitting precise areas where you feel the muscle and bone is less resistant. There is technique to these punches oh, that was not no, there before. Oh no, drug! No problem. No, no problem! Just don't forget your shit! Don't forget your shit! Going to dodge to the side here. Just kind of diff dodge off to the side. Prepares himself, fist ready for defensive action. It's your go. All right, right. I would like to uh, enter a frenzied rage. And I would like to, since he moves up to my side, Super Saiyan. 
I, I see him move, and I throw a back mist into the concave area of his nose. Okay. Oh! That's where it stings. Uh, 23. 23 hits. Six. Six damage? Yes. Alrighty. Uh, I would like to uh, then reach forward as he's reeling back from that hit with both of my thumbs and throw him toward his, towards his eyes. Yes. Blind that Oh! Good attempt to blind. Yes! Yeah. All right, so this is, what this is going to be is this going to be uh, for your second attack, kind of a loose grapple, and we'll see if you can manage to, to push forward from that point. So go ahead and make an athletics check. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen, that is going to be a sixteen on his end, unfortunately. As you reach up, he slaps the hands away. Uh, his, his defensive posture, he was ready for that sort of advance and just knocks him to the side with a grin. Yeah. You do still have a bonus action if you wish to use it. If he knocks it aside, I take my right leg and I throw it to the outside of his kneecap trying to snap his ACL or MCL. Okay, go ahead and roll for the attack on that. Uh, that's a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven does indeed hit. Why didn't that happen before? Yes. Uh, that's a uh, seven. Seven points of damage. Yes. Woof, all right. Alrighty. Uh, as he plus pushes your hands out of the way, you whack a resounding snap sound as your foot hits the side of his thigh. His leg muscles himself are like a tree trunk and takes most of the impact of the damage, and you see him, you see the pain in his face as his, his grin uh, gives away to a sudden grimace of pain. Uh, your leg is now held in place. He resisted the full force of the blow to some physical damage himself, but not enough to knock the knee out. Okay. Um, this does put you, do you want to move at all? You're gonna stay where you are. I would like to move to his, uh, flank his right side. Alrighty. Put him in a body bag! Move over to that, it comes to his turn. As you're moving to the side, he spins around this time. Oh. You have not seen him yet use his legs to this extent to a full back roundhouse kick towards your head. Don't move uh, that is gonna be a 20. Uh, that hits. It hits, okay. Second attack is going to be a 19. That hits. Next attack is going to be a 12. No, 13, 13. That misses. Okay. So the roundhouse kick swings around. Completely unexpected as you pull to the side, it smack hits you right square in the side of the face and jaw. Uh, you take, uh, that is going to be seven points of damage. Okay. Uh, and as you're reeling from that, he brings the leg back, jumps in the air and does a secondary jump side swiping kick to the other side of your head, as you're kind of loose into the side. Whack, whack! Second one doing uh, eight points of damage. Oh. Jesus. Okay. All right. Uh, and that's going to, he's going to go ahead and move slightly over here, trying to, trying to basically getting you up against the wall. He's like situating himself now, where since you moved to the side, he's putting you in this kind of pincher formation between the wall and himself. That ends his turn. You're up. came back uh, from a concession. I see you've been taking some ballet. How very <laughs> cultured of you. And I rush forward. He's, uh, I'm between him and the wall. Uh, you are between him and the wall, yes. I love yeah. this arena. <laughs> I get up on Trinket's shoulders and share. <laughs> Trinket roars with you. This this roar of victory, which people around you immediately like take two steps away from the large bear that's suddenly now roaring in the center. Yeah, you guys are unfazed, up. too focused on the Everybody churros. I rush up and get him, give him a little <laughs> nasty the last time for a, a double thunderclap to either side of his ears. Ooh, okay. Uh, that is a 13. 
13, unfortunately. As you go to swing, he ducks out of the way and your hands slap into each other, finding no purchase on his head. That's all right. Since I didn't find any purchase, I'll see where his ears are, try and grab them, and I'm gonna attempt to rip his ears off of his head. Mm. Oh, yeah. wow. His nice, pointy ears. Okay, so, second, so your second attack is gonna be to try and grab his ears. Okay, yeah. go for it. Uh, 16. 16, no. As, as you go up for the one ear, he parries it to the side with his hand. Um, Third attack. Jesus. 14. 14. Knocks Three him rolls. out of the way. As, no, as you swinging at him, he seems to just be dodging me out of the way. He still has the force behind him, but whatever he's picked up now is completely throwing you off. You weren't prepared. You were prepared for a bruiser. You've now seen still a bruiser, but with a little more refined technique, and it's throwing you off your game. You need to set, you need to resettle yourself. You need to, to pull yourself in, Grog. However, in that moment of thinking, uh, he swings at you with a double pummel to the towards the torso. That is a uh, natural twenty. Oh, uh, that's going to be a thirteen. Oh, miss. Uh, this is yours, I believe. Uh, and that's going to be that a, a nine, <laughs> or sorry, a ten. Okay. So first one hits, second one misses. Whack! The first one comes through and smacks you right in the center of the stomach with a double hit. That's oof. Uh, that is fourteen points of damage. Jesus. I would like to use my stone's endurance to go for it. Okay. You, at that point, as the as the punch hits your stomach, you flex, feeling the strength of the mountain, kind of fill your body, your ancestral roots <laughs> of your, your your stone giant brethren fill your your form. Uh, that's uh, uh, 16. 16. As the fist boom, finds the side of your stomach, the iron-like form that is your torso just stops his fist in its place. You see him kind of pull away, shaking his nice. hand. As he shakes away, he brings up his other hand to backhand you. You just duck out of the way. He swings with a kick around with the momentum, and you just catch it in the middle of the air. Uh, so we're going to start your turn with you now holding his leg up by the side of your oh, head. Oh, fantastic. I'll keep that leg up in the air. Break it off like a chicken! I'll move it over to my shoulder. Break it off like a chicken! Take both of my hands up and bring it down on top of his kneecap, hyper-flexing yeah! the leg. No! Go ahead and roll back on this. That's better. 26. Yes! Yeah! Woo! Yes! Uh, that's an 8. 8 damage? Alright. Maybe we can start a chant for inspiration. Yeah, yeah, we um, so that's your first attack. The knee, a normal human's leg would have hyperextended, but the sheer size of muscle in this is comparable to your own, and you feel it definitely hurt, and there is like a yelp out in pain, but it's not enough to fully pop the leg back. What's the matter, ballerina? I thought you should be stretched out and ready for this, and I reach back and I drive my fist into his nutsack. second <laughs> <laughs> attack. Not bunch. Yeah. That's a bad 25. 25 definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage on that. Yeah. Oh my god, a grunt. Uh, eight. He's my first eight. Nice. That should, that should Second honor. eight, actually. You've already rolled. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna argue that that should be doubled because it's a it's two there's two and balls. You're adding all your bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm adding everything I have. Hearn is one of those individuals that has had his nuts kicked enough times in his life <laughs> so to I'm, know the pain well fair. and be prepared for fair. it. So as you come down, whack, slam it right into you, you hear this. <laughs> This almost wolf-like screeching howl as Kern's head lifts up in severe pain. His hands come down and grasp your wrist and is now holding it, trying to pull it away from his midsection. He's in a very bad situation right now. With that last one, can I take my uh, my right leg and in an effort to shoot for that same knee I've been kicking at, aim for the knee or sweep his feet? Sure, go for it. That'll mess, it's a 13. 13. As you pull back to sweep, Kern uses this advantage to bring up the other leg that you haven't hit, 
plant it right on your shoulder and neck area, and then push off your body. As you sweep underneath, he leaps backward, flipping in the air, poof, lands on both of his, kind of clutching the inside of his groin area, like ugh, shaking off Morpheus the pain through the anger. Uh, so he leaps back to here. As that's happening, we all start a chant. Grog, 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 grog. As, as they're as they're as they're chanting, I'm starting to sing amid the the chant. It's the eye of the Goliath. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of that asshole. And I'm trying to send inspiration with him, to him. With that, you hear through the fury, through the anger, that the chant, your your real name, not Philip now, your real name. Right. Reclaimed in the center of this, this approving point in the center of the oldest known city to civilization, under the visual guidance of the god of strength and valor. <laughs> and through all that, you hear the gentle hymn. Hanlon's <laughs> voice cut through all that and come to you with a beat, a rhythmic beat that drives you forward. Go ahead and take a detent inspiration. <laughs> okay, okay. Kern, having land on his feet. Rushes forward towards you, and first using his bonus action is going to go ahead and reach down for a very deep uppercut. It looks like he's coming in for a left, and then sweeps down to try and take you from underneath, breaking through your defense. That is going to be a twenty. Uh-huh. You take ten points of damage. Jesus! Right to the chin, from underneath, for the bonus action. Kern then comes back, and you used to like an unleashed flurry. Kern, however, comes back into a fully defensive position, riding his hands and leg on kind of a backward stance, and is just looking at you, ready for you to come. Is using his action to go into a dodge. It's oh. now your turn. Oh, wait, so he gets okay. some sort of advantage? All on? attacks against him have disadvantage this next turn. Oh, oh, come on! Wait, against You're him? You're feeling me, Barb! He meant, for, uh, no, wait, advantage, because balls. Nope, damn it. <laughs> yeah, the balls doesn't give like no, advantage? He, no, he has tough nuts, never mind. Oh, he has tough nuts? He has the feet toughness, which I think really resists any sort of ball damage at this point. <laughs> tough right. nuts. That's what toughness is. Just roll well. In an, effort for, in an effort to keep my distance, I run towards him, I jump up in the air and throw one thrust kick towards the side right towards his chest just to see what his defense will do. Go for it. With a disadvantage, so roll twice. Oh, God! Mother bitch! Well, that one was a natural 20, but the 11, it's 19. 19. Total oh. 19? Total 19. That just barely hit. Yes. Yes. Yeah! <laughs> okay. Can I add the inspiration to the, no, just no. to the no, roll. Just, right. just to the roll, not to the damage. Uh, that is uh, an eight. An eight, all right, so. Because a half of three is one and a half a roll, we're rounding up. Rounding up yeah. okay, so, so three eight. and four is a, is a two considered in a right. So eight, yeah. All righty. <clears throat> all right. So you rush up, whacks him, and he puts the defense out and tries desperately to push to the side. However, his defense is imperfect. You can see he's still new to this fighting style, and you still manage to push through through sheer force and slam him into the side of his torso from the impact. Uh, you can fall up. I leap forward again and try and throw my thumbs into his eyes. Okay, you're going for the blind again. And roll for attack on this with a disadvantage. 21. Oh. 15. 15. Oh, wait, you're going to this is the thing! Oh, the thing. If you want to use it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a 22! 22! Oh. So you rush forward to grab. Um, so, so you have hold of his head now. 
There's no damage to this round, but you're enabling yourself now for the rest of the round to attempt to push into his yeah, eyes. Yeah, see the Matrix so, now, so bitch! No damage on this one. You grab the side of his head and you see like his eyes kind of open with this like look of fear and unexpected ferocity from you. Uh, go ahead and make an athletics check now. Oh, come, come on, come on, come on! Come on. Big money. Yeah. Uh, 24. 24, yeah. he yeah. rolled yeah. a 19. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead and do damage on this. Just go ahead and roll for damage. Uh, uh, with the, with the, the, the four? four? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the six. Six, already. All right, so as you grab hold of his head, you grin as your thumbs push into his eyes, he yells out in pain, and before you can damage the eyes permanently, he slaps off of your hands so hard with such an intense frost that you can't help but feel your actual force be blown back. Um, however, he's clutching the side of his face, and for the next round, he is blinded. Yeah! Can I move? Uh, you can move as well. I, I just back straight up. Uh, back at swinging. Right again. He, cur he currently doesn't threaten you because he's blinded, so you can rush past him without getting an attack of opportunity. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I'll move. Uh, I'll move along the wall to his left side. Over here. Yes. To there. Yes. Okay. Next one away from him. But back up just a little bit. Oh, you want to stay there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got gotcha. you. I don't. Yeah. All right. Oh, so uh, as you dodge, dodge off to the side, Kern's grabbing his face. <laughs> 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 and kind of takes a moment to oh, listen. Jesus. <laughs> Here's your footsteps along the side. Um, as you, you know, there's no stealth to this, there's his footprint. Right. However, Kern does attempt to, to sidestep over, um, is going to attempt to make three strikes at you with a, with a disadvantage on all of them. Okay. He's currently blinded. Right, you seem to be rolling pretty high. <laughs> uh, you could use the dice that I threw. Uh, and rolls against an advantage as well. Um, all right, so attacks against you is going to be. Uh, that is going to be a 14. Ah. Misses! Natural twenty or an eight. <laughs> so it'll be a sixteen. Okay, this is nice. Nineteen and a nineteen. Third okay. one, third one does hit. So, uh, wide punches forward. You just like they're a foot away from you. You just kind of chuckle, getting out of the way. And as you chuckle, he hears that for a moment. His mind clarifies, even though his eyes are closed. With a trickle of blood off the side of one of the eye. He immediately goes into a. Faster than you expected, midsection punch that whack smacks you right in the middle of your laughing stomach. Because you're laughing, there is that tension, but it wasn't flex prepared for for an actual uh, impact from a fist, and you take uh, seven points of damage from the hit to your abdomen. All right, uh, it is your turn. He's still blinded, so you have advantage on all these attacks. Yeah, right. You reel from the hit to your midsection. I want to move. I want to move. Uh, no, I'll stay right where I am. Can I reach forward? Grab his head and his shoulder and go in for a bite attack at his neck. You certainly oh, can. Oh, uh, yes. oh, Aiming for the, the jugular. <laughs> That's what he needs to do. 23. 23. Definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage on that. God. Yeah! Uh, eight. Nice. You're sure you're adding that? Right? Yeah. Alright, so Six. you as you so this is halved. This is halved. Uh -huh. Are you sure? No, I thought you were it's... both raging. There's no halves. No, we have yeah, to it's die. Negated. Yep. It is? It's is that true? Yeah, yeah we have to die. Both, both of them are half damage because of their raging, so we're considering them both to not count that, so the fight. So, so they're not so counting the half. So he shouldn't right. be no. having his die. Well, no, no, no. The, the, the die having is the natural damage of a punch is 1d2. Yeah. Oh. So it's half of half a d4. Four. Oh, okay. Got it, sorry. Except for Kern, who is doing a full d4 on his punches. Yeah, for because some he's got some money Trinity. on this, I gotta make he's sure it's gold. And... Right. <laughs> All right, so uh, as you rush in, you grab, as he puts out a hand to try and punch just instinctively uh, as you rush towards, his eyes still kind of coated in his own blood. You 
push it to the side, reach in and grab the back of his shoulder, and grog bite into the side. It's like biting into a tree trunk. His skin is so thick. I eat bar stools for uh. dinner. You do, actually. <laughs> I do. And, and the taste is similar. Um, your, your teeth grind in and you find yourself tearing into probably what would be the toughest steak you've ever tried to. You get about a quarter to a half an inch in with your teeth, definitely taking a chunk and tearing out what you can, but just based on the general hardiness of his half-orc structure, you don't get to a jugular or any major vein, but you do leave a gash that does this, leaves a significant mark on his body. Right, That's the I, first attack. I pull back from the bite and I whisper in his ear, I was wondering what was gonna break first, your spirit or your body, and I would like to try and pick him up over my head and bring him down on my knee, Bane oh! style. Dude, Bane! Yes, okay, uh, okay. All right, uh, go, go ahead and make an athletics check. Uh, with advantage, because ah! this is a team of okay. uh, That's uh, 25. <laughs> 25. Do I need to roll an advantage to see if I get a 20? Sure, go for it. Oh, it's a 19, it was so close, 26. <laughs> so, you reach forward and scoop him up, lifting him over your head. He's trying to resist it, but in his unable to see state, he just cannot give, there's no way he can possibly resist this. You lift him up, over the top, down onto the knee. Go ahead and roll damage. Um, I will I will consider this a both your two final attacks, yeah. but this attack damage is doubled modifier included. Uh, seven, so 14. Whoa. Whoa. 14 Whoa. points of damage on this attack. Yeah. Wow, that makes sense. Man on the mass. That's a... <laughs> All right. Uh, as part of this, um, oh no, he's he gonna is. Pull some shit. No, he's, <laughs> he's about to pull some shit. Matt reaching for things. Is um, I'm gonna go ahead and make a Constitution check on his end. Uh, the DC is gonna be the damage dealt. Um, so he's gonna try and essentially resist the effect of this. Uh, he has a disadvantage because he's blinded. That is a th three. Oh. <laughs> Eighteen and a three. Um, however, he still has a really high constitution, and it's uh, still plus nine to that. that Twelve. Twelve's not enough to beat the fourteen. <laughs> so, uh, for the purposes of this round, uh, Kern is currently on the ground stunned. He loses an entire round of combat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, make me my money! No longer blinded, but Kern is currently like. Reaching towards this back, where there's just shooting pain throughout his entire nervous system from the impact. Why you have is another the round to go. I reach up with my it's, fingernails it's and I, I carve, I carve these scrapes down my face, and I leap up with both feet and I jump down on his head. Oh, oh God, that's brutal! It's so brutal. All right, go ahead and roll attacks have advantage on him because he's stunned. Oh my uh, God! Oh my God! That's better. Twenty-three. Twenty-three hits. Oh. <laughs> Yes, he's doing very well. You know what? He's doing good. Just three of them. <laughs> Rage stomping on him. Okay, three attacks. Rage curb stomping. Uh, 20. 20 hits. You're right, this is so much more exciting when you bet. Uh, 15. Right. 15. Well, it's like you have a stick. So, What's going on? Yeah. Uh, yes. The first, Five you leap him in the air, both both feet Five. down, wham, right into the shoulder inside of the ribcage. You hear a snap as at least two ribs give way under the side, the sheer weight and force of your left foot. At you leap up again, bring down both feet a second time. One finds purchase in the ground next to him, while the second one hits him right in kind of the lower abdomen, kind of uh, uh, pelvis region. Whack! With this a second one, you hear ah! the scream as the air is nearly knocked out of Kern. 
The third one, you reach up, this time just seeing seething rage. You can feel the actual foam at the corners of your mouth dripping down the sides of your chin. As you're, you bring your leg up again to stomp a third time, this time Kern rolls out of the way and manages to just avoid the third slam. What's the total damage on that? Oh, did I roll? No, you're excited. Okay. Uh, uh, it's good. Uh, eight. Eight. And, and yep, eight. Yep, yep, yep. Damn. Okay, that is. Uh... Come on, come on, come on, come on. Turn right, him cool. into a stain. All right. Kern, <laughs> no longer stunned, now uh, gets up, holding the back of his side. You suck, Kern! You also smell! <laughs> kind of glances up for a moment at you. See, sees, sees you raising your fists and gives a grin. Looks back towards you and lunges towards you now. Uh, it's going to attempt to grapple at you. Go ahead okay. make an athletics check. Uh, that's a one. Do you get an advantage uh, at all? Nope, no longer blind, no longer stunned. Shit! Um, you are considered currently grappled. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so. Uh, so this, for, the, for, for the, uh, the, the action there, as a bonus action, is going to rear back, open his mouth, and attempt to bite towards your face. No! Is Mike Tyson. Leave it intact. Correct. Um, does have. <laughs> It is a 21. That is. You take uh, 10 points of damage, and you feel teeth grasp onto the sickening, sharp, burning sensation. Your upper lip is now torn from the front of your face. As you see Kern reel back, a streak of blood spilling off in the arc as his head pulls back, a terrible grin creeping across his smile. As you now see this dull gray-colored, grog flesh tone piece of skin dangling bloodily from his mouth. Ah. It's okay, Pikeen. We can fix it. Never mind. We can fix it. Your turn. Currently uh, grappled, so you can't move. So I, I, I would like to attempt to break the grapple. Okay. So make an athletics check. Okay. Uh, that is uh, a twenty. Uh, 21. <laughs> you rolled a four, yeah. So you break from the grapple. Okay, great. You still have your bonus action. Uh, two, both of my bonus actions or all three? Uh, actually, break from the grapple. Let me double check. Just to be sure. We can use the action. Yeah, it's your action. We, we should, your we should, we should collect it. I don't afterwards. care. I, 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 I blow through my newly lipless found mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I run up and I throw my face into his. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll for your headbutt. Uh, it's uh, 17. 17 misses. Oh, as, you re as you dodge forward, uh, Kern actually <coughs> spits it towards you and it <coughs> hits you in the face. Oh. And for a second, it, it just completely throws you off. Your head still goes forward. Uh, Kern, however, as you look down, Kern is already swished beneath you. His sheer the speed is unexpected. Is definitely looking up and grabs the chunk, chunk of the lip that he had taken and comes up for a full round of attacks against you. Wait, that was just my one attack. Oh, so that's right. You're still no, no, no. Use your action to oh, break right, the grapple right, right. in your third attack. Um, so you're still grappled, so you can't move. So this is his turn. No, 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 I broke the grapple. He broke the grapple. He broke the grapple. Oh, you did break the, the grapple. Yeah. So yeah. So you can still move if you wanted to. Uh, no, I'll, I'll stay there. Okay. Uh, so that is a twenty-three. Hit. Twenty-three. Fuck you. And a 12. So, grabs the lip in one hand, reaches up, and then slam uppercuts you from underneath the first hit. That is uh, seven points of damage. Okay. 
The next one, however, is eight points of damage. Swings up and actually uh, haymakers you to the side with the hand still holding the chunk of your lip in it across the side of your face. And is going to attempt to do a backwards leaping kind of flip. Oh, Jesus, Chun-Li. However, because Kern is not as practiced at this and is kind of overextending, you see it telegraph far too in advance and you duck out of the way. Swiss past Kern, loses his balance for a minute, and in an embarrassing moment, almost falls over from his own strike and manages to catch himself. And is like, nobody saw that, right? Uh, that ends Kern's I turn. I saw right? that gun! <laughs> uh, I reach forward, throw that leg towards the right knee again, still working on the same spot. Okay. Miss. All right. Still have two more strikes. Yes. That's a 21. 21 hits. And, uh... In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. <laughs> I miss. Okay. So, you rush forward with your leg. He manages to duck out of the way, bringing his knee up to the side. Uh, comes down to try and get ready for the next attack. However, you already use that inertia that kick to bring your fist down. Whack! Right across the front of his face. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, it's an eight. Eight, all right. 
Okay, and the third strike, you come up to follow that up with a full combo, at which point, however, he reaches out, grabs the sides of your wrist both of his hands, and brings it down to where you're now face-to-face again, kind of left in at, at his mercy at this point. You're off balance and led towards him. As Kern's turn, Kern is going to reach back and attempt to headbutt you in the front. That is a 21. That's. Uh, that is a uh, 11. Misses. And that is going to be a 22. That hits. Just whack, headbutts you right square in the face. You reel back from it. He goes to headbutt again. This time you duck out of the way. However, at that point, he pulls you closer in towards him, still holding your wrist to his side, and headbutts you a third time. So the first headbutt does uh, nine points of damage. Okay. And uh, the other one does seven points of damage. Okay. Whack! Whack! Pulling you in, this time releasing you from the sheer impact, pushing you back onto your feet. Uh, it's your go. Am I back to the wall? Uh, you're pretty close to the wall, yeah. I'd like to take a step back, put my back foot on the wall, and then push off into the air with a huge overhand right. Nice, okay. Pushing off in the air, the arc coming down with the fist. Uh, it's a 22. 22 hits. Uh, four. Uh, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Alrighty. And then uh, I say, you were supposed to be the only lipless one, and I soccer ball the shit out of those dimes between his legs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, 25. 25. Yeah, baby. Come on, come on, uh, That is uh, seven. Already. And then whack with another screeching, oh! Your foot immediately cracks right. Double hit. You've now repeatedly pummeled him into his man bits. And you can you can see there is a dark stain in this trousers oh, back where you've geez. definitely drawn blood in his oh. nether regions. Oh cold! He's got a bloody cock. Is he is he standing? Is he bent over? Uh, he's standing partially bent forward, kind of clutching towards the severe pain in his nether regions. Whoa! Did you lose something? <laughs> no, you lose it now. I do it again. No. Right. <laughs> uh, Nineteen. Nineteen just barely hits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eight. Eight, already. <laughs> Thank you, Percy. Mm. Yes, Percy died, Percy died. Percy died. Whack! A third hit, this time, another howl in pain. Um, Kern reaches down and clasps his hands once again, kind of in the same capture maneuver you did with your fist, onto your ankle, and you can see the face goes from pain, his eyes flash open with a blood-seething orc rage. Half-orc this may be, in this moment, Kern's gone full orc. Okay. And you can see, on his turn, Kern is going to, pulling your leg forward towards you, you feel yourself pulled off balance and the momentum pulling you towards him as he unleashes another flurry of blows. As he does, you. I shout out from the audience using my cutting words. <laughs> you shout. Uh, oh, Kern, do you need some dick? Because I came, gave some to your mom last night. And <laughs> <laughs> roll a d10 and I'll distract you from this attack. D- yeah, roll, roll a d10 and... That was a burn! That was a burn! Fuck, only three! It's okay. So his roll was a 21, that brings it down to an 18. What's your armor class? Uh, it's 18. 18, so it still hits. Ah! Still, that was awesome. Oh. Do you see there's a momentary distraction as Kurtikin glances over for a second angrily, but still follows through with the first hit. This one clocking you straight in the face, sending your head back in, in severe pain. You take, uh, that is 10 points of damage. Yep. Ah. Uh, you you fall backward, the, the force of the blow sending you kind of onto your heels. Second strike comes in at a 15. I believe that misses Oh, yeah. that misses, misses you. Yeah, sorry. Uh, that is, oh, that's a natural 20. 
that puts it at uh, 12 points of damage on the third strike. Okay. As uh, Kern comes forward, the second punch just swings over your head as you're still reeled back. The third one, he re- runs forward towards you as you're pushed a few feet away and knees you right straight to the solar plexus. <gasps> the impact causing the air to escape your lungs. And for a brief moment, you're <gasps> having to pull the air back in. It's your turn. Right. So I, is that, oh. No, did it, what? Oh. I was gonna say, if we get another chant going. Grog, 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 cover Grog, 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 I cast healing word on Grog. Grog, Grog. All right, I'm gonna ask you to do a sleight of hand. Okay. Do I get advantage because we're all chanting together? Nope. No. Okay. <laughs> what if I shot off a prestidigitation firework? No. 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 Okay. To help me out. So go ahead and make like a roll. a team effort. No. No. All right. Doing all this right. now. Deck of illusions. No. Oh, that's that's good. That's a sixteen. Eighteen total. <laughs> As you begin oh, casting, one of the Rabastians grabs your wrist and pulls you into his face and says, "I'm sorry, Missy. Mother understand it. You're cheating." No. no, she. Uh, she That's just, just the the language from, of my people. She's foreign. She yes, doesn't know better. I'm Go ahead foreign. and make a deception roll. Oh god! It would be with disadvantage, but because Tiberius is helping you, we're just gonna make it a straight roll. Oh. And deception. Deception. Eleven total, cause charisma. The Bastion says. You're coming with me. Oh, I, I, I see this Bitch, happening. Why do I always get busted? You can't ever buy beer and not get busted. I'm gonna interrupt him real quick. Scanlon is gonna interrupt first, I, then we'll I, get to you. I, 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 I wanna be like, excuse me. Oh, and oh, I, I, no, I, wait, 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 go ahead. Oh, sorry. Oh, I said I see this happening. I go over and I use uh, friends. <laughs> no! To cast no! I saw no. Okay, as you're about to walk <laughs> over, Tiberius puts his hand down and goes, no! <laughs> Excuse me, I pull out, I pull out, I pull out uh, 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 10 gold coins, that's all I actually had, because I had 10 left. Oh, wow. <laughs> I pull out 10 coins, uh, and I give it, I was like, Excuse me, I'm sorry, this is a misunderstanding. She's foreign and she's royalty, please. I, I'm, I'm from Draconia, and she's from, she's a druid, blah, 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 blah. I see all this shit really quick, and I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, I I'm so, 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 so sorry. The other loving unicorn, very rainbow very fluffer. Please, do, 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 do. Make a deception check with disadvantage. Oh, God. Because he's already, I'm pissed off at this. Gurn is dying. Uh, what was it? What was it? Deception? Uh, so that's, uh, that's, uh, 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 that's 22 and 21. Oh. Okay. The Bastion glares at you, looks over at one of the nearby Bastions. There you go. You see two manacles clink down on your wrists from another Bastion to your left. And the Bastion's holding both says, apparently she's got people helping her out. Come on, we're dragging her off. Uh, you both are being pulled away. As they're doing that, I'm like, you said dragon. <laughs> I'm half dragon. So you guys are being dragged away from the crucible. Uh, Rob, Shit! It's my turn. It is your turn. I come I'm back from that, them from that knee to the solar plexus. I reach up and grab the back of his head and I just drive my elbow straight into his chin. Go for it. Uh, 25. 25 does it. Yes, eight. Alrighty. As it carries through, I'd like to come, as it carries through his chin, I'd like to come back with a back elbow, same spot, boom. Alrighty, roll for attack on that. Uh, 16. No. Whoosh, parries it to the side after the first impact, kind of sets his jaw off to the side again, <coughs> snaps it back into place. Last one. Last one. Since I'm standing and I probably whiffed, I see that, that knee that I've been working on, I throw my heel out and just try and pop it in. Okay. 
Yes. Uh, 27. 27 does hit. Go to roll damage. Uh, 8. Alright. You, uh, you go forward and pop! Your foot finds the side of the knee, and the knee, this time, what? buckles under the weight. Off to the side, Kern falls under the one knee, puts both hands out on the ground, and coughs up this sputtering puddle of blood that then spills out in the ground. Kern looks like that blow is about to knock Kern over to the side, but Kern sits there and tenses his muscles, his head whips up at you, and that orcish glare, that sheer focus of fury that you saw once before is, is holding it? him on the edge. This is Kern looks up at you and goes, no, this is my town! <laughs> and leaps up at you with a flurry of an extremely desperate half-orc. First strike comes at you, that is a 22 to hit. Hits. Uh, oof, that is a 27 to hit. Hits. 19. And natural 20. Oh, oh my god. god. First strike is 10 points of damage. 10 points, okay. Mm -hmm. Next one is 8 points of damage. Okay. Last one, which is the. Ooh, okay. That's 8, 6, 14 points of damage. Right, okay. What are you at? So that puts me at negative 13. I use my relentless rage. Oh! Oh! What is that? What is that? What is that? My little boy's growing up. My little boy's growing up. So Grog has been put to negative as, as as the orc has pummeled you and you feel and with a final resounding crack, the knee comes up slamming you into your chin. You feel your body begin to fade from view. Your vision begin to turn to black. I just won a hundred gold! <laughs> Two hundred! Yeah. At that point, you feel that seething anger, that rage, that, that, that medallion that was giving to you. The section of lip that is now missing from your face. Uh, let me go to see what this ability does oh, real fast. Uh, no, this rage. I mean, I'm in there. Make, all right. Make a Constitution saving throw right now. I get busted every time. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You instead dropped a one hit point. One hit point. Yes. You, you all of a sudden the rage pulls you through and your whole body snaps up into place again. And you can see Kern before you has this grin in his face that he's just watched, just watched victory come to him and then is torn away. His eyes open and that half orcish rage suddenly fades for a second as you see, for the first time, deep fear take the heart of your combatant. Take your turn. I look at my arms, I look at him, I spit blood into the sand and I say, well, well, where have I seen this happen before? Time's up. And I run forward and in a massive arcing uppercut. I drive my fist under his jaw with everything I have. Go ahead and roll for damage. Oh, roll, damage? Roll, or? roll for attack, roll for attack. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, 18. 18. As you rush forward, he, in, through the fear, still brings his hand up and slaps the first hit out of the way. Second attack. I look down and I say, <laughs> very well. Respect. And I take my elbow and I drive it into his temple. Well, for second oh, attack. Fifteen. Fifteen. Nice. The second oh. one brings back and parries it to the side. <laughs> from the stand, from the stands, from the stands. I, like, from, from the stands. I lift up my shirt and I say, "I love you, girl." Oh my God! It's her tits! It's her tits! Don't, don't distract! I'm not here. Through the fury of your rage. She just showed her tits. That's inspiring. It, in at this moment, if Grog, <laughs> if that were to distract Grog, I'm afraid Grog would drop his rage. 
<laughs> yeah, don't. Never oh. mind. I put my shirt. However, on. however, however, burn. the entire other burn. side of the crucible right now is going. <laughs> and they all burst into cheers. <laughs> Damn it! I'm not oh, there. Yeah, yeah. I missed the uppercut. Vax, Vax, by the way, is standing behind you and going, <laughs> Sister! And is like pulling your shirt down for you and is like desperately trying to. Sex on the go! I've missed the uppercut. <laughs> missed the elbow. Can, can, the I, elbow. can I sing from the audience? At this, not right now. So this is the middle, this middle, this roll. Is the middle of his turn. Oh my god. You can't after this. This is the middle of his turn. I just bring him down. Alright, big old hammer blow. Roll for it. Come on! I don't want to see. I don't hear. 13. Oh. Thirteen. Kern now instinctively slaps it out of your way, and you can see the fear begin to fade. And for a second, looks at 13? you and sees truly how close on the edge you are. Oh, you've proven yourself this day, but there is only one champion of the Crucible. Uh, you get your up, Scanlan. Now. Yeah. I, so I, I, I was uh, going to sing to him to inspire. I guess I can still try. Yeah. Go for it. What do you want to sing? Uh, I sing. Uh, 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 with, with your arms and your fists <laughs> and your legs and your wrists, <laughs> it's in your head, in your head. You are fighting. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> D10 inspiration die to you, Grog, in this pinnacle moment. So hold on to that D10. Okay. All right. Fuck! This is so annoying. Ah! Kern, now intensely scared, is I'm using sorry. his action to go into his dodge scaling. maneuver. It's like on the edge, you can see like one eye is swollen shut and it's like, goes into the stance to defend himself. However, as his bonus action, all of a sudden, takes two steps forward and almost Bruce Lee, one inch, punches to your torso. Uh, that is a nine plus eight, 17. Misses. Misses. Goes to punch, oh, yeah. however, the short distance, while the speed is is extreme, misjudge the distance and it stops an inch before your chest and you kind of look down at it, just oh, barely stopping before it finds your chest. Looks up at you. <gasps> come at me. Oh. He just come at me, bro, you. That's what he's trying to do, a Oh, you guys! Is he in defense? He's in dodge mode, yeah. He's in dodge, so it's a disadvantage? So all of your attacks are disadvantage. Oh, oh my god. I want to I leap at him oh and try god. and grab oh him god. around the waist. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, take him down, take him down! I can't get through. Do what you want, Grog. Do what you want. What's you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Fine, fuck it. I just reach. I just, like, with desperation that this might fall away, I just throw my Goliath fist at him. All right, so first punch is with disadvantage. Yes. Uh, 17. Plus, plus 10! Plus 10! Plus 10! 22! 22. Roll damage. Come on. 8! How do you want to do this? R.I.P. ears, everyone. Sorry. Sorry. Clutch, clutch Scanlan inspiration. Grog, how do you want to do this? <laughs> As the fist connects and he starts to wobble, I reach over, I, I stand above him and grab around his waist from, with his back facing towards me. I lift him up over my head so that his head gets to come up and look at the crowd one last time before sending him straight back onto his shoulder blades and neck and smashing him into the earth. <laughs> With a resounding slam, Kern's body impacts into the stone floor of the crucible. A cloud of dirt and dust 
crash around, rocks break off and tumble down the side of the walls of the crucible as the crowd has to stop himself from falling in from the sheer impact of the tremor that you've left slamming Kern. Uh, you can see everyone kind of fall silent. The crowd cheers all come to a sudden halt. The dust settles. As you can see nothing at the base of the, of the crucible. As the cloud slowly comes to rest, you see there Broken and laid out on the ground is an unconscious, bloodied, and ruined Kern as Grog steps forward, head hunched beneath his billowing shoulders, fists clenched in anger, victorious in the center of the crucible. I put my foot on his chest and in my best King Kong go, At which point the crowd raises into shouting cheers, claps. Uh, at which point Did I the show cheers. My yes, you did. No, no. I'm no. not there. We're not there. <laughs> None of us remember that at all. The uh, the bookie screams out, "We have now a new champion of the Crucible. Not Philip, but Grog, the victorious." Grog. You hear boos. You hear curses shouted. You see people shouting off, throwing emptied coin purses off to the side. <laughs> Different language. It, it's it's a whole cacophony of cheers and curses, and then all of them fall suddenly quiet. Oh, I do. The whole crowd turns over, and to the edge of the crucible, you see standing over. Let me bring this down here for a moment of tension. Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. Standing over to the edge, a hood is thrown back on a figure that's been watching the entire fight. You notice this figure, uh, as the hood is thrown back, an older human man in his mid to late 60s, uh, with tough, <laughs> tough reddish tanned skin, short but stocky, receding gray hairline with a long, coarse gray beard that tumbles to his belt line. He wears what looks like ceremonial robes of red and gold, simple wooden sandals, and a dark brown necklace of large two-inch round beads that adorn the shoulders and neck area. His body is stout and ripped with muscle, trained over a lifetime of martial prowess and careful honing. His arms are crossed as he looks down at the crucible, down at you, Grog. Gives a nod and a smile, turns around, and walks away from the crowd quietly as everyone just kind of silently takes in this momentary experience. A few seconds pass, and then the crowd roar continues cheering once again. The clerics now come climbing down to the center of the crucible to retrieve uh, the unconscious and bleeding out of the body of Kern. Uh, Administering heals immediately to make sure he doesn't actually slip away from everyone. I run over and grab um, my lip and pick it up and go, um, 
just between you and me. Is there anything we can do with this? <laughs> uh, well, one of the clerics looks at us again. Uh, hold it there for a moment, and, and reaches out and administers a, a fifth level cure wounds. Um, it's making a medicine check to see how. The, yeah, that's a sixteen. Um, you go ahead and heal. Shitty rolls. Uh, actually, we'll just do that one there. So that's you heal twenty-two hit points. Okay. But you feel your lip fuse, and while it might leave a very small scar, it is in one piece. You might want to be careful about spitting or doing anything too hey. heavy with it over the next week or so, <laughs> for fear of jettisoning it from God, the front of your face accidentally. Really right. Or too stressful. Or growing a beard on it. Oh, that's so <laughs> all I want. Yeah. Here. If you grow uh, enough beard, you can right. knit it together to hold it in place. You make your way up the... Actually sweating. Yeah, <laughs> no, I am too. You no, make your way up the rope ladder to the top of the crucibles. The crowd, some folks come up and they cheer and like, grab your hand and shake it. Thank you, thank you, I believed you'd do this. Kurt's been standing there too long. It's about time he got taken down. <laughs> and he gets pushed away at other person. A young guy, you see now 16, scrawny, but excited. Says, you're my new hero. Oh my God. Oh, Grog, where'd you learn to train? Can I train with you? Can I train with you? Uh, um, Grog's not here right now. This is Philip. Um, <laughs> if, if you'd like to leave a message, uh, come back another time. Gotta go, bye. <laughs> I walk away. I find Scanlan in the crowd, and I reach out and shake his hand. Oh, sorry, yeah. Scanlan, are, are you rage. all right? You look poorer somehow. Oh, uh... Have you, have you lost money? You look like you've lost money. Right, especially in the face. It was worth it. I heard your voices cutting through the crowd. Uh, where are Tiberius DM? and Keith? I'm gonna use my earring right now. I don't know. Wait, they got arrested. I figured we'd Grog, deal with we that. We got arrested while you were fighting. Oh. So yeah. you, got, you guys, by the way, right now, are currently brought to a small holding facility not that far from the Crucible, where you've been set down onto a bench, both manacled and left, while the one bastion that originally found you is currently keeping watch. The Outside? Other one, what is the, out of vision from you guys. You don't see this. They're just missing the crowd. Grog, before we go deal with our friends. It looked like you were doing a spell. If I may. things. That man fought a brave fight. I feel we should go, you should go make amends with him. It was a respectable battle. You won't feel good about yourself unless you do. At which point the bookie hands a sack of gold right into your hand. <laughs> well fought, new champion, and hands oh, it to you. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, I was about to. <laughs> Chaotic neutral, sorry. <laughs> Never mind. I was ready. <laughs> Uh, and that, kids, is chaotic neutral. <laughs> at the three to one odds, that sack of gold you get back contains 5,452 yes. gold pieces. You know what's so cool yes. about that, Grog? What's, what's our return out of chaos? You pay back the gold that you we lost me in the first fight. I did, and I, I pay it back happily oh. as I look at her dragon eyes of money yeah. hoarding. <laughs> okay, so you go ahead and work out that payback to her. All right. Um, I'm going to use the uh, earring yeah, real quick again. Whatever you're free, Grog. Uh, and handing handing money to uh, handing money to Vex has, has sobered me up a little bit. I do walk over to uh, to Kern the Hammer and extend a hand and say, "Well fought, brother." Kern, his arms are currently draped over to the clerics that have pulled him out of the crucible. <laughs> face broken, blood streaked down one side of his face. Uh, is like stepping with one foot and dragging the toes and the other <clears throat> is brought to turn around to face you by the two clerics and looks at you as you extend your hand. Looks over at you, one eye kind of swollen shut, the eye they're glaring at you, bloodshot and angry. You see the teeth are gritted and kind of grinding beneath his still busted and missing upper lip. <laughs> well fought, Goliath. And he 
brings one hand around one of the clerics and takes you in a Beastmaster. Yes! Strength and honor! As predator. It's called the dagger. However, in the strength, you can see there's no strength left. Like, it's it's a barely there. Uh, takes his hand back and it kind of hangs Lucy to one side. He looks at you and says, I'm proud to have finally found my match. When I recover, I'm going to find you and I'm going to want that championship back. When the time comes for a rematch, I'll be here. Good. Where can I find you, Grog? Oh, shit. Oh, I, I, I hear, oh, I don't hear this. You're not there. Yeah, just, just tell him. If I'm not here at the Crucible, because I don't think you need an audience for glory, you can always find me in Iman at Castle Grayskull. <laughs> Grayskull Keep. That's a real place. It's a real place. Good luck with your dick, by the way. Sorry about that. He looks over at you. It's a real place. You see for a minute he had forgotten about that and this kind of exchange of honor and suddenly the pain resurges and starts whimpering. Spits off to the side, this giant bloody loogie that slaps onto the side of one of the clerics. who's like, oh, God. Starts wiping it from the outside of his tunic. Looks back at you. Grayskull, so be it. <laughs> and hobbles away through a series of painful whimpers and whines. Um, Percy, the bookie collects you. You bid at 500 at a three to one. That is a four times return. You make 2,000 gold total Beautiful. from that exchange. Uh, I made 20 gold. Hold on. You're in jail. You, made jail. you haven't made anything yet. You're arrested. I'm arrested. So I'm going to use the, the earring and. Uh, if you want to use 2,400 to you, Vex. Fuck yeah! I'm here to collect my winnings, please. The Bastion is going to. Then you would owe me 300 gold. Uh, no, no, no. I bet on Grog, if you remember correctly. No, I have it here in my ledger that you bet against. Oh, your he friend would never Grog. do that. I believe you're mistaken, actually. That must be a typo. I bet on Grog. Don't you remember? <laughs> what? Are you casting there. something, or are you? I'm just doing this. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and make a deception roll. I don't understand. Can I back him up? Can you roll? Can I? I'm gonna leave this as. Nope. 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 What'd you roll? Two. So, well, wait. Plus, uh, what is this? Deception. Yeah. Persuasion. Persuasion. Wait, what is this? Deception. It should be deception. Oh, you are lying. Right. Yeah, it's fifteen. Though. Fifteen. It's good. He gives you a look and goes, "No, you did not." <laughs> I gotta work on this. <laughs> and he whips around, takes his cloak, kind of like dismissively yeah. putting you out of the conversation, and walks back towards the Bellows Respite Inn. Can uh, I now use the damn ring? You can now. Okay. Uh, Grog, uh, uh, could you use your clout to get us out of holding? I don't well, know where we're You're in holding. Yeah, I'm sure I'm a pretty big deal. What's going on? <laughs> Arrested? Why? Because Keyleth tried to do something and I tried to talk her out of it and it didn't work out and we're now in holding. It's oh, fine. Oh, bullshit! You tried to talk out what? Would you I, mean, I tried to help her out. Tiberius, what can you, what can you see around you? A guard. Looking are at are me you inside, inside um, outside? Can I track on them? A I, can, I figure I can track. Go make a survival check. Yeah, we'll survival check. I'm sure if you ask uh, the person who paid. We're sitting on a bench. If and someone there's... were, if someone were to be an idiot, where would you take them to hold them while other people decided just <laughs> how much? Of an idiot because you know their tracks, their footprints. Uh, it, I would have put it at disadvantage <laughs> because you know it's more alive and they cancel it out. 
Out of 16, you look around and you can see there is a track of two people with their feet being dragged behind by two of their heavy footprints by heavily armored individuals that lead. Uh, there are three buildings off to the side and you can see there is what looks to be a small station for uh, holding and or uh, uh, just a general bastion kind of satellite station within this portion of the Braving Grounds. Can we go over and knock, knock, knock? You knock, knock, knock. A few seconds pass and the door kind of slides open a little bit. And uh, from the inside, you can see a uh, partially scarred against one cheek, kind of late 30s, early 40s gentleman who looks square-jawed and definitely trained in, in some semblance of looking gruff and angry. He says, can I help you? Hi, yes, I'm looking for, um, I'm looking for a couple of people. Um, they're actually mental um, patients and they've, they've gotten loose. Six, here we uh, are, hello, I see. Oh, that's them, yes. Um, I'm afraid. These two cheaters over here, these are, these are the ones you're looking for. Cheaters, well, that makes sense. They, they don't understand normal social rules. I'm from Draconia. <laughs> and I'm, I'm also not from here. You see what I'm talking about. You know where you're about. from, right? Mm, go ahead and make a deception check. Okay. <laughs> Just say where you're from. It's easy. What did I do? It's so There it is. They don't know what that means. I'm sure they don't know what Draconia is, is, but I'd like to spread the word. Uh, 24. 24, okay. Oh, shit. Again, he says, well, look. We have reason to believe they may have been trying to fix and or rig their bets on the recent bout out here in the Crucible. Oh. That is a very serious offense here in the Great I can imagine rounds. it would be, yes. However, I don't want to deal with the processing and the time takes. So if these are indeed your charges and you're willing to fill out some paperwork and pay the fines right now, we'll relinquish them to you. Well, how, what's the fine? What, how much is the fine? Who are you? Oh, oh hi. he's my lawyer. I'm Burt Reynolds, Esquire. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, uh, an a, I'm an attorney at large. I represent all manner of... An attorney at small. Escaped to mental an attorney at small. I mean, he's a gnome. Make a deception check. <laughs> 20. <laughs> well, very well, small Reynolds, if sir. If you would like us to fill out, if you would like us to fill out paperwork, I have about two reams of paperwork for you to fill out to release them to us yes. as well. And also, uh, oh there will be court costs involved. Oh boy. Uh, and and you'll have to get your supervisor to fill out this one, and I will need this one, and I will need this one as well. 500 gold's fine, and we'll release them to you, all oh, right? Is that gold. fine? That's fine. Gold. And they'll still get to collect their winnings from the pit? I don't care what they're going to do, just oh, take them from me. <laughs> It's good. Great, thank you, sir. Um, you know what? I can make this paperwork disappear. That, this is fine. Yes, actually, for a small. Never mind. Nope. 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 Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Here you go. I noped, I noped myself on that one. Nope. There you are, 500. Nope. He collects it, ushers over to the other bastion who comes over and takes off your manacles and escorts oh. you to the door. He says, However, if I see either of you two causing any trouble anywhere in Vasselheim, it's down to the oubliette you go. You Whoa. hear me? Say yes. that word again. What? Oubliette? The amaranth I oubliette. What is wrong with me? Get out of here! Run! <laughs> You've been bested! <laughs> You've out-talked the talker as the guard finds himself so flustered by the frustration and anger that he's been caused by this entire strange arrival of individuals. Oh, no. 
His speech pattern has been muddled, <laughs> and in frustration, shoves both of you out the front was, door as and as slams as it behind as you. I leave, he's speaking draconian. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's having an aneurysm. Oh, he's speaking draconian. I heard it. <laughs> you guys, what were Thank you trying to cast magic? She cast it here, and, then and how I. Did you get I tried to no. talk out of it, and I just Look, got arrested. Too. Thank goodness you Look, are being represented by an ace attorney. Yes. Hold it. I agree. Let's go get your winnings, because I think that should cover yes. the amount that yes. I just spent. Yes, I owed twenty gold. <laughs> yes, you are. Thank you for your efforts. You as well, King. Oh, thank. Oh, I'm so happy you won, Grog. Thank you. I'm so happy. I'm the champion. I wish I could have seen. Because I was eating my binder out of stress. <laughs> as you guys make your way back to the Bella's Respite Inn, you manage to find the one Bastion who acts as the bookie, who is currently halfway through a very heavy pint and chatting with one of his friends. And you can hear there are stories now. People are retelling the tale of the battle in the cauldron, of the rise of Grog the Victorious. Uh, when we release, I, I like to get my winnings back. What's where you guys are going to, to the bookie? Oh, great, who's, awesome. Who's, who keep them. Are we in the tavern? Hey, Grog, you guys are know the Bella's Respite. Are there any um, small lads running about that are maybe like excited to see me or Wait, something? Wait, what? Or? Uh, just, as just as you guys good. enter the tavern, there is a sudden bit of, of, of whispered quietness, and all the tales kind of fall to an end and the place falls quiet as everyone kind of stares at you as you enter. Stepping in, are there, any, are there any younger men that are? There are maybe two men looking in like their late teens to early twenties that who had who saw the fight and are currently like wide doughy eyed and like like seeing a hero before them. I walk over to Life one of them. Young. I pull out a gold coin. I say. How would you like to make a gold coin? Oh, right. oh boy! Where this is going? From, Wait! From hearing from Hugh, Grog the Victorious. Of course. What, what, what can I do? What can I do? I reach into the bag of holding. I, I take out the second place medal, the oh, participant medal, and I go, "Make sure Kern gets there." Oh! oh! Reads it. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Of course. He takes it. And he runs off. You sick fucks. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean. I don't, I mean, come on. It's like, you came into a bar looking for young boys. Phrasing. Oh, we're, we're, we're here. Together Over there. Yeah, we're not I mean, arrested anymore. Right. You don't have to sorry, keep sorry. doing this. Phrasing, yes. phrasing, <laughs> phrasing. All right. right, to Grog the Victorious. Ah, the bookie gives you your coin purse of 20 gold. Good job. You guys, this really makes gambling so much fun. You're welcome. Oh my god. Jam time. Tiberius, hey, you get your cur- cur- uh, coin purse of 2,448. Great, wonderful. Ugh. Oh. But you owe. Um, no, she's paying for that. She she's only got made 20, 20 gold. gold. Yeah, but I, she had other gold. I bought a nice meal for you. The That's other night. true. She oh, bought a couple shit. nice meals. For you. That's right. I'll pay you. I lost 100 gold. What was it, 26? 24? 2,448 was the number. Okay, okay. So just. No, I guess so you, I still, you still netted a profit. No, no, it's good. If you want to take the 500 from that, I'll put that 20. Yeah. Eight. Minus five hundred. Man, uh, that fight was amazing. Is what you have for <laughs> that was fantastic. All right. Should we use this as um? I was gonna say, as you guys can uh, celebrate with a joyous drink of ale here, the Bellows Respite Inn to celebrate the victory of not Philip, but Grog the Victorious in the Cauldron here, in the braving grounds of Vasselheim, in the uh, the northwestern region <laughs> of the countryside. Hey, I'm Liam O'Brien, and you're listening to the Critical Role podcast. Hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now let's get back to the action. Welcome back. We are uh, returning as the party has finished their celebration. 
drinking hard through the afternoon, <laughs> celebrating Grog's victory. Incredible. Uh, was that amazing or was that amazing? I've never seen anything like that. It was incredible. At all. It was incredible. Cheers. Uh, cheers to you, big man. Thanks. I am. Cheers. I raise cheers. my glass of water and I cheers as well. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. We all enjoy our applesauce. Apple juice. Gentle with that. Apples don't grow on trees. This episode of Critical Role brought to you by Mott's. Yes. <laughs> Mott's Irish Mots. apple juice. Um, all right. That was a joke. So, God damn it. with that bit of business, with the Crucible currently taking care of the rest of your path as your own, what do you wish to do? Oh. Oh. Okay. Money? Craghammer? We should Eat go to by way of Craghammer. No. Is there anything else we want to do while we're here? No. I want to just get. Are we over this town? Yes. Over this city? Yes, yes. I just need to pick up a little bit of ore on the way out, so I can so I can work on making some more ammunition on the way to Craghammer. Sounds good. I like I like that idea. Um, we could take the airship and you could cross some things. Um, uh, when we do go, um, I think I might have an idea for our carpet. Situation. Oh, uh, really? yes. Your wheel of mending, Some perhaps? No, no, no. That no, didn't work. Might have been how it, it didn't work. It kept it intact. But when we return to house, when we return to house Thunderbrand, I believe we have a few items that they want. Uh, the deal was is when we when we procure certain items, we will be allowed to certain information and certain. Uh, we actually didn't. Want, uh, what do you call that? Explain what we were going to get. Um, right. But we should return, get our gold, and definitely visit House Thunderbrand. Right, right. Perhaps they have magic things. They are strong in the arcane. Perhaps they can enchant for what we have procured for them in yes. that venture. Uh, and maybe that could be a good way around we'll, getting we'll, our carpet re enchanted without costing any coin. We'll, um, we'll, we'll prod that. We'll prod that. Can they make me unsee my sister's boobies? You didn't see them, you were behind me, so shut up. What are you uh, doing all the way over there anyway? I saw them. I saw them. Can you scan them? When we're on private, can you describe them to me? I will draw them in great detail. Thank you. I know, I wasn't there. I would, I how about. I would you know what? You know how about what? you drawing them in great detail to the internet? Just saying. So. You know what? I'm just going to say. Really? Really, I went there. Okay, I'm just going to say. It was already there. It was already there. I was caught up in a moment of. And thus, Fox Mocking up on Rule 34. I'm sorry. Too late. She would no do anything for you, girl. Anything for you and for the 600 gold that I put on your fight. <laughs> oh, it was for the money. Listen, I was she right there. The there was no other way to handle that situation. You did what you had to yeah. do. I, listen, I would show any part of me for like two gold. I know. Here's two gold. <laughs> oh, here. Take a look at my third nipple. <laughs> it's, on your it was cute. It can be wherever I put it, really. It's magical. <laughs> it's just a piece of gum. <laughs> No idea what's going oh. on. <laughs> We're all together. That's what's going on. I love this tavern. So, so what is closer to Craghammer? Do we need to find uh, Orn? Yes. Or where we're from? Halfway. It's halfway. I think Craghammer is in between us and Iman. I, I no, like actually. The type. It's, it's from where you guys are currently. Across the Osmit Sea is Iman, the port city in Taldore, and then Craghammer is oh, about maybe so two days from there. So we gotta stop into Iman first. Oh, look, that's fine. Are we all ready to go? Iman. What There's time Iman. is it? You go it's to the middle. morning. By now, it's I'd say it's like probably one in the afternoon in since that fight's happening. Y'all, we're day drunk. Yeah, we, we're in to go? We're all we're we gotta drunk? get ore, right? I'm not drunk. Well, we're celebrating for Grog, right? Well, doesn't Percy want ore? I just need to pick, it's not hard to get a little bit of ore. I'm just gonna pick up some. Can we try that again? Expedite that and then are we ready to go? 
Well, maybe there's two more things that I uh, that I uh, that I have un unfinished uh, unanswered questions for. First uh, of all, you you said we were going to go stop on the way to get a new carpet or to get our carpet repaired. We need to go to Craghammer to collect our thirty thousand gold oh, yes, waiting for us to begin. Twenty-five thousand. Twenty-five thousand. Sorry. Nice. Uh, it, 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 and while we're there, Th uh, House Thunderbrand, uh, we procured a few items for them, while, or uh, at least one, while we were down in the Underdark. Okay. Uh, we should return there and talk to them, and perhaps in exchange per gold, we can maybe have them enchant the carpet to fly again. That is a smart idea. <clears throat> uh, it's just that's great. Before we leave, though, does anyone have a nagging, tugging feeling about that cloaked human who praised your performance? Should we investigate that at all? He had a lovely beard. Do well, we that makes something. He did. We could Should we at least find out who he was before we leave town? Hey, uh, bartender. Oh. At which point you see, uh, uh, after the side, once lucky Ned, uh, the barkeep looks over. Yes, yes. I have a question. Yes. Um, that bearded, hooded gentleman at the end of the fight, yeah? Kind of thinks for a second. Oh, you, you the mean. The one that everyone was quiet for? The red yeah. and gold robes. What? Who? Who? Who is he? You're certainly not from around here, are you? I'm not. Foreign. Looks around. <laughs> that was Earthbaker Groon. Earthbaker Groon? Earthbreaker Groon. Earthbreaker? He bakes the earth? That's a great name. Where does he hail and from? Yes. What does he bake? He's what the Dawn he Marshal of the entirety of these here uh, braving grounds. Dawn Marshal? He's the Dawn Marshal. He is the highest esteemed cleric of the Church of Cord. The Trial Forge itself in the center of this city, this portion, this district. Oh, he is the very, very top of the entire hierarchy underneath Cord's strength and watch. And he nodded. Apparently, he was summoned to watch this fight and approved of your uh, prowess in battle. What does that mean? Oh, wait. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> but that's an honor, is what that is, and appreciate that yourself. Is that oh, and yeah, no, I do. Thank you. If I wanted to Thank find this Earthbreaker Groom, Groom um, with Groon. an N. Oh, Groom. Right, the other one's weird. Yeah. Would I find him in the <laughs> middle of the, the Trial Forge? Most likely. So Wonderful. this guy's like the Pope of Cord? What? Pope? Uh, <clears throat> the Pope. Ha! <laughs> ah! It's okay, she's young. Thank you for the information. And foreign. foreign. And foreign. foreign. Have, have a good day. Thank you. It has antlers on her head. I think we should all leave. Yeah, I like, I like her antlers, I'm just saying it's, it's a good reason. There's nothing, it's just a very reasonable reason not it's to take it too seriously. Yes, yes, Tiberius, my good friend. Do you. Do you have. Are you satisfied in your knowledge of Procure? I'm always satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Too easy. Too easy. Uh, well, um, <clears throat> Grog, I'm sure you would like to. Go to a pub. Of a sorts? We're in a pub. We're a pub. Oh fuck! We're day drunk. That's Great. how drunk we are. <laughs> I have a brilliant. I have a brilliant, if slightly inebriated, thought. I walk out of the bar. Okay. <laughs> I have even better, brilliant, yet slightly inebriated thought. Oh, I just think I think I saw Tiberius fall. Bert Reynolds. <laughs> oh, is Tiberius puking? Oh. No, I'm. Uh, well, oh, is it Percy? Oh, just 
My thought is, I can probably find some of the ore I need to p- p- procure. If <laughs> at the same time that we find this groom fellow, and at the very least, you can strike up a quick conversation with him and, and see what would it you was about you. I would actually like both the twins to go with. Grog, would you like any young boys to accompany you? <laughs> <laughs> you can give them a medal. I walk in back. No. I wake up back at the bar because I went. I went. Took a piss outside. Go. Um, let's, let's go. Wait, where are we going? Uh, Where's going on? You guys are recovering from your drink. No, hold on a second. No, I've had plenty of water. I've already been rested today. I'm fine. That was. I Scanlan has been ordering me water for the whole time we've been. It has been clear. That's right. Clear. I have already been arrested today, but uh-huh. I need to get better. All right, so character sheets, so you guys are going with Percy to procure materials for forging new ammunition. Yes. All right, go ahead and make an investigation check. What happened to my dice? Okay. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. It takes you roughly thirty minutes or so. Thankfully, this region itself contains, honestly, most of the smithing-based materials and/or workshops to be required. The difficult part is finding black powder. Um, it, it is not refined in this region. It's usually considered almost um, a byproduct of some of the the mining and smelting in this, and it's very rare to find. Eventually, you find one smithy that gathers it. You're not entirely certain why, and everyone seems to send you like after you give people a couple examples of kind of the smell of it and what to look for. People send you this one direction, and you're sent to this one kind of small hovel that is attached to the very base of the mountain that overlooks the entirety of the city on the far northwestern edge of the uh, Braving Grounds. You come to the door, and it's a very, very simple, kind of slovenly kept house. The wood itself is a little warped from the weather. It hasn't kept well, and there's kind of a musty smell of uh, mildew from the outside of the building. Uh, but it, you see a slight glow between the cracks. Apparently there's some sort of interior light. Hello? Yes? Oh. <laughs> Charming. Uh, <laughs> My name is Percival Frederick Stein von Musokowski de Roller the Third. Huzzah! Thank you. Uh, I was sent to you. Uh, I was sent here in terms to hopefully negotiate the purchase of some black powder. I was heard. I, I've heard that the you door the- slams open at this point, mid ah! and you see from around the corner a very lithe, crooked-looking man, quite elderly but very spry for his size. You can see his his arms and legs are very lanky and almost spider-like in the way they move and and shift as he peeks out. And you can see he has spectacles of two different sizes and thickness around each eye. His hair is kind of frazzled and gray and white. Yes. Oh. You said you need black powder. Yes, yes, coming, coming. And he runs back into the hovel. Nice. I gingerly enter this. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> as you step inside, the scent hits you immediately, and you realize this place is probably filled with black powder. And the last thing anyone wants is to set off any sort of flame. This would be a very bad idea. And as you look around, your eyes adjust to the low lit interior. You realize it's 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 low lit because there are two very very faintly set magical torch sconces on each side that are very very low light. Um, Very similar to the ones surrounding you. In kind of like these, but even smaller. Um, and you can see in the room, there, there is a small forge that's kind of in disuse to the far end. Um, I would hope so. There are a, a, a large, large, large number of crates and barrels that all seem to be uh, containing various parts of discarded gravel. Uh, basically, whatever is 
kind of shoved off of any mining expedition goes to him, and he just shuffles through it and kind of separates into different pieces. And there's uh, barrels full of sulfur. There's barrels full of uh, what looks like broken uh, kind of onyx or broken quartz, and they're all been separated. And you can see now this is kind of his OCD collection. And there is indeed in the far end what looks to be a, a barrel uh, that contains a large amount of black powder that it's... It's just everywhere. It's like this very fine coat of powder that is encompassing this entire room. And as he turns around, you can see now his hands himself are black and coated. And he goes, so you came looking for black powder, did you? <laughs> no one asked about the black powder, but I knew it had a purpose. Yes, you wish to buy it? How much do you want? <laughs> Speak up! Speak up! I haven't all day! How much How much for a, for a barrel or a hogshead's worth? Ah, oh, for the barrel! The barrel! That'll run you a... Oh. <laughs> 4,623 gold pieces for the barrel. However, for a hogshead... Oh, you can see now there's spittle dribbling down his chin. I can! It's as if I can see the spittle myself. Yes, indeed. But for the hogshead, which... Oh, oh, and he turns around and like shovels through a bunch of pieces of burlap and sack and pulls out what looks to be an actual dried and hollowed-out hogshead. To fill this! To fill this wow. hogshead with it! This will only cost you 426 gold pieces. Oh, 20. Oh, yes, yes, yes! How, how about 400 even, oh. and you can direct me to some ore as well? Oh, I do not work in ore. I thought you might have a friend. Make a persuasion roll. Nice, right. Percy. Oh, nice, Percy. Look at that, he slipped right into Mercer. No, that's... that's uh, yeah. uh, I love I love Percy. Uh, 25. 25? Wow. I'm sure you have a friend. You must, you seem You seem so amiable. 400! 400, I send you to Samson! Yes, yes, you take! My good sir, you have a deal. Glorious! He turns Glorious. around and just jams the yeah. head into the barrel God. of black powder, picks it up. Yeah. This soot kind of settles against you and the rest of you guys as you now find yourself partially covered in this slowly dissipating cloud of black powder. You cough instinctively and push it away. 400 gold. You pay? I gingerly put the purse down in front of me. <laughs> he takes it with a whisk. It's already put away into a side pouch and you hear the clinging of kind of haphazard coins in his far pocket. Yeah. Okay, take it. To Samson, this way! And he grabs your arm and drags you out, oh. out of his hovel. He points across the way with this kind of shaking, crooked finger. Samson, there! Oh, in the God. brick building! I tell him, tell him, Vichan sends you. <laughs> He'll give you all. Thank you for all of your help. You've been so kind. Oh, my pleasure. You want more powder? Come back. I might do that. Good, good, goodbye! And pushes you out. Takes both of you by the arms and pushes you out, slams the door behind, and you are left kind of standing there, half covered in blackened soot and black powder in the center of the thoroughfare, midday, kind of stunned by the whole encounter. I mean, come on. Amazing. Oh, no, fuck on. Amazing. That's a crazy prospect. I'm going to very gently. I'm going to walk over to Samson's place then and, ex and, ex and become very excited at the prospect of a new accent. 6.2, 6.4, 6.5. Amazing. You from the Russian judge. Yeah, you, <laughs> you you walk to the, to the distant brick building. Uh, you know the, the the bricks themselves are are made of like a hardened grayish uh, clay material that's been and made for the basic construction of this. Uh, the the roof itself is just a solid slab of stone. Uh, there is no kind of pretty or elegant aspect of its construction. It's merely built for, for purpose. Um, the door is partially ajar, 
And as you kind of peek in, you can see there is a, a very, very uh, active forge. There's a heat emanating from the interior, and you can see there's a man who is currently hammering something away at what looks like an anvil set outside from it. Ping! Ping! Yes? Uh, Mr. Samson? Yes? Vixon, uh, Vixon, that strange fellow down the road sent me to you. He said you might have some more. <sighs> the head sinks into the shoulders with a sigh. All right, if you dealt with that crazy old coot, at the very least I can offer you a brief conversation. Hold on just a second. And you see he kind of takes these, this visor off the front of his face and sets it down and removes these big leather gloves and this leather uh, kind of... Uh, uh, an apron of sorts, and puts it to the side, and he kind of wipes his brows. He steps over, and you can see him now. He's he's a man in kind of his late twenties, you know, muscle bound, a little little thick around the waist, kind of barrel chested, uh, a little bit of scruff on his chin, but nothing beyond just like you know, not having time for upkeep um, and bit, bit focused on his work. And he kind of steps up. All right, so what did the old old coot tell you anyway? Uh, he said you might have some some raw ore for sale that I might purchase. You'll excuse me if I don't come in. I'm covered in explosive powder. No, please stay there. <laughs> for, for the love of God, stay on that doorstep. Do not step into my abode, please. Yes, please. of course. No. Yes. Please. <laughs> All right. Rest. What ore are you interested in? Uh, just some iron ore. I, I, I actually, I have a little invention which, which sends projectiles at great speed. That sounds fascinating. I have ore for sale. <laughs> um, raw ore, would you like ingots? I prepare ingots. Uh, they're a little more expensive, but they're proper and ready for any sort of use for blacksmithing materials. Ingots would be preferable, yes. All right, how many are you looking for? Five, 10, 20? Uh, what, what, what could you give me for approximately uh, 1,000 gold worth? Kind of gives you an art bride. Uh, I mean, I I only have about two hundred pounds worth of iron ingots at the ready. Oh, I certainly can't carry that much with me right now. Let's say about a hundred pounds worth. Hundred pounds iron ingots. I I could sell it to you. I'd say uh, let's set the price at about four hundred gold pieces. Oh, haggle them down. I'm not that. Where are we? But in the back of his head, he hears your voice. We all huh? do at this point. <laughs> Think of me. Let's say, Think let's say, three hundred and fifty gold, and I promise to always shower twice before entering your home for, for my next purchase. Make a persuasion rule. All right. Pointless haggle. I love it. Aha! <laughs> Best part of the show. I wish I were Percy. Twenty-four. Twenty-four goes. You drive a hard bargain. People like me because of my hair. I love your roles. I know. However, uh, underneath all that soot, I can see you dress well at the very least. A bit tattered around the edges. Um, I like for future business. So, uh, 350 and take the ingots, and uh, please do shower next time. Of course. You are a gentleman and apparently a worthy smith as well. I do bid you good day, then. I've already completed the transaction. Flattery is not required. <laughs> um, he reaches over and settles into a large, like, triple bagged uh, set of ingots. He gets partway through and goes, no, 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 this is cart worthy. Sets it up onto a small cart and brings it over to you. And it's it's you know, it's a small kind of wheeled wooden cart. It looks really rickety and probably about to collapse, um, but he does not charge you for it and hands it over to you. It can be hand carried if need be. Good man, I will see you when my need arises again. I look forward to it. Remember, bathed. Very bathed. Bathed. Fact, quite, quite bathed. Seriously, I, no, it's bathed. I promise uh, please. you. Please. <laughs> yes. All right, we're good. Thank you. And he closes the door. 
All right, you Let guys. See. We're going to see Earthbreaker. Yeah, Earthbreaker. Earthbreaker. All right, make, make your way to the outskirts of the Trial Forge. We know who he is. Do we need to pursue Just this? Just to talk to Just him, because he, he likes grog. I mean, we can stay and keep getting day drunk. Why don't you just go get arrested? I don't think it'll take long. <laughs> you guys make hey, your way to the, to the Trial that hurts, Forge. Scanlan. Oh, sorry. I'm going to come back and join uh, you guys. So. I'm going to do a daily roll for my pet, because I'm going to try to treat a trick at a roll 15. Okay. Hmm? Try and teach it a trick. Yeah, I yeah. think I need to. I don't know uh, all I how many. Is, I need to like build up points per day, and then I can. What trick? You, what kind of trick are you teaching? The cabbage patch. Uh, to <coughs> scout. To scout yeah. for you. Cabbage patch is that. I'll say the fifteen. Yeah, you take some time and with, with the small draconian command, you know, a, a, a phrase of your choice. You teach it that on that one phrase, it will go ahead and wander ahead for a bit, and then come back and relinquish in very, very broken, kind of very basic. Uh, uh, dra draconic language into you uh, via your, your connection with it. Very, very basic information about what it saw. Cool. I'm going to throw a lightning bolt spell right. into my ion stone. Okay. So you store that. Awesome. Okay. It takes it and gobbles it down happily. Awesome. You guys make your way to the Trial Forge. Uh, the the large temple to court itself is, is you know, once again, brilliant to behold. There are steps that lead up to the front area. These giant. Uh, reddish, almost rusted overlooking iron doors that block the front entrance. And at the very top of it, you see looming over this entire district is a gargantuan statue of Kord himself. This giant, you know, muscle bound, humanoid titan of a figure that stands there, giant beard, muscle bound torso, uh, you know, braces against the arms, just one knee up, this very heroic pose, and just kind of looking over the rest of Vasselheim under his, his gaze. Um, you step up to the front of these iron doors, and you can see there are two more bastions adorned in the same way the ones that oversaw the battle at the Crucible. Uh, one shout out, HALT! Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timbre of my voice, is happening to me right now. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. 
R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. He who approaches the trial forge, what is your business here? Yes, we are here to see, um, to pay homage to Earthbreaker Groon with the latest champion of the city. Of the city? The city claims no champion. Uh, of the crucible, uh, you know. Both people <laughs> answer each other. The Earthbreaker is a fan. <laughs> I highly doubt that. Tell him grog. Uh, check his faces. Your, uh, check your facts, we're, buddy. We're training your pet. I'm not there. Check we're your facts. We're getting day drunk and training your pet. He likes the cut of his yeah. jib, yeah. believe you me. That's fun. Oh, and the other one kind of gets off of his side, you know, and stands there. I'm being sad because Arms crossed, looking down upon you from you know, three large stone steps up. Just look of, I'm looking forward to throwing these guys out. About five minutes pass, the next one comes back and whispers into his ear. That's, that's you casting a spell. That's Very well. The four of you may enter briefly, but this one's only invited to the center chamber. The rest of you must keep a distance. A distance. Oh, yeah, of like, what, 10 feet? Yeah? You'll know. Okay. He steps aside and the, the, the doors <laughs> slide open. As you guys step in the interior, the smell that hits you immediately is that of sage and other burned herbs that are used ceremonially to cleanse uh, a, a, a certain landscape of evil spirits <coughs> from a, a, you know, a superstitious standpoint, but also just to kind of build an atmosphere of meditation and, uh, and understanding. The, uh, the one uh, bastion that left and came back and whispered in his ear comes up and leans in you guys and gives you a nod. He doesn't actually speak to you, but gives you a hand gesture to follow. Leads you into the Trial Forge, and you can see now these halls are, it's essentially one long hallway. It's an arch about 85 to 100 feet up, and the interior of it is built out of a very, very thick, sturdy, reddish stone. Uh, you don't know if the actual stone itself is built from a, a substance of this color or itself has been stained or colored to match the rest of the kind of the cord reddish uh, aesthetic. But as you step in, your footfalls clack against a black marble floor with what looks like gold streaks through it. Well, Almost nice. like there are small veins of some sort of gold material that has been polished within the actual marble itself. Very pretty. He gives you a nod and a smile, no words in response continues to gesture forth, and as you guys step in, you see occasionally a few other uh, individuals walking by with a similar like gold and red robe uh, aesthetic that you saw Earthbreaker wearing when he went to, uh, to watch your battle in the Crucible. However, they're generally a little more dressed down, um, very simple, as opposed to the, the kind of expressive designs that uh, were building across the, the kind of baggy leggings that the Earthbreaker were wearing, and the, uh, the, the robes. As you uh, continue forward, they all kind of step aside and keep a quiet watch until you begin to notice in the distance there, there are actually two large hallways that intersect. You can see most of the Trial Forge are now two long hallways that intersect into a centerpiece. And at, uh, centerpiece. And at the center place of this temple, there is a raised uh, dais at three, uh, three different levels. And at the top of it, you can see there is a beam of light that comes down from above. Um, as you begin to walk towards the structure, you see there is a small figure that is currently sitting on top of this uh, central dais. Um, as you approach the outskirts of this main central chamber where the two uh, long hallways intersect, the quiet bastion puts his hand out and tells the rest of you to stop 
gives you a look and nudges you to proceed. Do you need us with you? Well, yeah, you know I don't like talking. Um, well. He's not very good at talking. Would you like someone to come and translate for him? Is he going on his own then? Mm. Is I, that a yes? Then? Good, good luck. Okay, okay, sorry. I, I, go, I go forward. As you step forward, your footfalls clacking against the. I'm sorry, we've been daytime drinking, and I'd hate to interrupt that. Do you have a place here? I don't if I can't think be this with this is him? a temple. I mean, yeah, really are you sure? Yeah. Just puts his hand out before. Oh, he's some sort of vow of silence. Um. We should respect it. And also make fun of it when he's gone. <laughs> oh my god! At the end of that? Oh my god! It's fine. I've got a flask. <laughs> as Grog steps out into the central chamber, you can hear his footfalls kind of echoing throughout the side here. And as you look up, you can see now the light source from above is there is a uh, what looks like a stained glass domed roof to the top of the central chamber. There is a dark spot in the center where you can see the shadow from the uh, kind of early afternoon sun is being blocked from the giant statue of Kord that remains at the top of this temple, who is currently, essentially, now looking at the structure, straddling the top of this giant dome stained glass uh, roof. And uh, so over this, underneath the statue is where the top of this, this structure is. Um, and through it, these beams of light are coming down multicolored and kind of cascading onto this central chamber. Sitting in the center, you see, cross-legged, arms to the side, eyes closed, there sits Earthbreaker Groom, Don Marshall himself, quiet as you approach. Eyes closed? Eyes closed. Shit. <laughs> uh, I step forward and say, <clears throat> Sorry to disturb. Uh, I'm looking for Earthbreaker Groom. You see an eyebrow kind of twitch for a second. The eyes remain closed and the head turns for a second. Hands come together like this, and in that one motion stands to his feet, almost like it was effortless. From what would seem like a very uncomfortable position, suddenly is fully standing to the swift movement. In place, rotates and turns towards you, eyes still closed, at which point the eyes open. And you saw pupils previously, but in this moment of what seems to be serious meditation, there is this luminescent white light that encompasses the entirety of each eye just looking straight towards you, the eye, the hands still kind of clasped in the center like this, staring straight at you. Okay. <laughs> you have found the Earthbreaker. What do you ask of me? I keep the little bit of pee that's about to fall out from falling out, and I say, I happen to see you amongst the, the crowd at my recent tussle. It seemed that everyone there seemed to know who you were. I wanted to at least introduce myself. Gorgrog, the Victorious. That's right! Um, that's right. Once called <laughs> Philip, known as one of Vox Machina, the traveling band from Iman. Oh shit. Slayer of demons that once usurped Uriel himself. I know of your travels. I know of your deeds. What else do you ask of the Earthbreaker? 
I don't so much. I don't really ask. <laughs> I only mean to say that Vox Machina is at your disposal. Oh. If you would ever need someone yeah, yeah. outside of the amazing Bravery Grounds Vasselheim, we're really amazing. <laughs> I I know what's going. I, we know where they're at, right? No. no. You don't know where they're at. No. If you would just keep us in mind. You're a critter. At this point in time, his eyelids close and they open again and there's a softness that wasn't before. The white light has faded and you can now see beneath them uh, these extremely piercing, very, very light blue, almost white uh, irises that surround his pupils. And from his old, uh, weathered, wrinkled face from underneath his beard, you can see a smile slowly crawl across his cheeks. His hands release and rest to his side. He lifts his head slightly as if to look down at you from upon this dais, not with judgment, but with curiosity. His voice echoes and booms through this with even but a whisper from his throat, once again saying, your piety is accepted. Perhaps there may be a use for court of you and your compatriots in the future. Should this day arise, you will know. And you must hurry. Dark times are ahead. I can see the veils twisting. Many, many evil minds come to rend the peace apart. There will be a day I call for you, Grog the Victorious. Stay alive. I mean to. Thank you. It uh, has been an honor being in your presence. He steps back to his position originally. Now go. He turns around and sits back into his meditative position, closes his eyes, and disappears back into the same place where you originally saw him. I turn around and I go, guys, his fucking eyes are glowing. <laughs> You, you gotta go, go, go. You go kept it together running. great. Thanks. You Did you hear all of that? Yeah, I couldn't hear much, but I, it was great. I almost had an aneurysm. Yeah. He sounded very okay. serious. Great. Yeah, we should go. Uh, he's cool. Do you think I should shit somewhere? No, no, no. Okay, no. okay, okay we'll just, just go, go there. Yeah, we'll yeah. just go there. Yeah, sand shit and uh, Better be safe. Better be safe. Better be safe? Just a little one. Just a little one. No, no, no. Okay, okay, we'll just go. We'll just go. And we make our way out of the. All right. The golden floored, glowing eyed guy's house. <laughs> you are escorted out of the trial forge. You eventually meet up with the rest of Vox Machina. You carrying uh, to your side strapped a dried hog's head filled with black powder <laughs> and a cart of about 100 pounds of black, of iron ingots. Ooh! Wow. You want me to hold on to all that for you? Um. If you can just help load it onto the ship, that would be lovely. Oh, wow. Going on the airship. If we can fit it in the bag of holding, it would be much better. Sure, certainly if we can put it in the bag of holding, it would be fine. Is that a pig's head? It is literally a pig's head. I don't, yes, that is in fact a pig's head. It's complicated. hog, really, but this is bigger than a pig's head. Let's find Captain Damon and get back on the ship. I start casting Circle of Teleportation. You guys are having this discussion. You laugh at it, you look over and you can see the actual, the airship, which is a little, not too hard to see from this distance, is currently being outfitted, uh, actually being finalized, being outfitted with brand new ballista. 
Uh, remember those giant dragon-headed ballista you saw settle on the walls mm-hmm. in the outskirts of Vasselheim? Those have now been affixed to the airship as the previous air encounter it had. They didn't seem to quite cut the defense right. aspect of it. Yeah. You guys notice this just in time as you see a flash of light and you look over your shoulder and Tiberius has finished uh, drawing what looks to be a large sigil. I fixed my pronunciation in it, thank you. Hey. Uh, I like sigil. I, was, I, grew, I grew up with sigil. I didn't want to sigil with Sigil. I can I since I came in at the halfway mark. Uh, I really wanted to go to uh, an ink specialist here in Vasselheim before we left. So can we retcon and go backwards and say that I got the Elven uh, sounds for v and m? Mm, uh, it's box put right there. Tattooed on his El- Elven, wrist. Elven, and then over here. Uh, I don't remember much of the mathematics that my teachers in um, our homeland. Uh, Wait, are you saying that someone out there in the world should should do the Elven symbol for VM, and we should all get literally tattooed? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but over here, I have a mathematical shape. I don't know if you know arithmetic, but I learned arithmetic when I was studying. I learned knife work. I learned. Elven poetry, and I learned arithmetic, and yes. and I had a knack for it. She didn't. I did uh, not. But I did, and I That's would like to goal. get. Uh, it was called an uh, icosahedron. Yeah. Uh, right, yes. Right, Excuse me. Right, right here. here. Right here. Mm-hmm. That's a twenty-sided. Um, I, I, Wait, are we all, are we all doing that together in real because life? I'll go with you. This is real life. Oh yes, but of course. to start, I, I you guys, we got I a little date drunk. Let's go together. And I want the Elven symbol. Just me. Just me. The symbol for v and m in Elven, right there. All right. Yeah. Lovely. So as as you've had this done over the past few days, as you were uh, awaiting the return of the other uh, team who went off against the White Dragon, apparently yeah. you've had the time to do so. You just haven't quite revealed it to the rest of your allies yet. All right. All right. But you guys look over your shoulder, and as you're talking about taking the airship, Tiberius has crafted a runic circle into the ground that itself is beginning to pulse with arcane energy. A familiar sigil, one that you think actually. Say, a sigil. No, no, no. Sigil. No, no, I keep fucking sigil. it up. I just, I just you know happily fixed it, and then you distracted no. me. No. That's, that's, that's pronounced. Uh, just so everybody knows, I was, I was writing Lockheed stats. Coconut There we go. That's what I was. Yeah. The arcane sigil. Sorry. On the ground, a familiar one that you once saw on the beach of one underdark subterranean. Down by the island. beach. Oh, oh. by the beach. So now we down have... over by the bad, the badlands. Tiberius, you are you are on the cusp of completing your ritual. Oh, I choose Iman. All right, the sigil, sigil, flashes with arcane energy and opens up. You see a small doorway that's uh, kind of sparkling across the ground. We can. This is quicker. We can just pop off the sidewalk. You can see the sigil shimmering and the energy is in its face. We should go. We should go. Let's go. Let's go. What about the airship? What about Captain Damon? The airship was only going to take us to Emon anyway. I walk right through it and say, Tiberius, where are we going? Emon. I go through too. Captain Damon, I'll hold up for a minute. All right. Can I just jump in? You all leap through the sigil. Things. I like jumping into things. It's a place that we've been to already, too. All right. Cool. I like leap of faiths. They are exciting. You guys find yourself once again in a small white room, familiar, the place that was your your immediate oh. sigh of relief when you returned from the Underdark. 
Guys, yeah. you, you push through the doorway, uh, returning once again to the 80-foot circular chamber of white stone, where a vibrant crystal chandelier hangs from the ceiling. Oh, right. Uh, there are five other doors around the room, and you are currently in the center of the Traverse Junction within the Alabaster Lyceum. I mean, we just right. did this. We just did this. It wasn't too long ago. So it's okay. We exactly. popped out. It was the same guy there. Indeed. You understand. Uh, g- just, Gatekeeper Xanthus is there waiting for you. How long have we been gone? Hold on, Tiberius wants to To explain the travel schematic, it would take us a few days to come back on the airship to this particular area. If we want to go back to Kragamma, it would be much more efficient if we teleported as we have. Definitely. We'll take a transport to Kragamma, which is only north of here really, as well. Yes, 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 which will only probably take a day. Is that five days. Oh shit, did we leave it's a trinket? Did we leave the airship? The trinket is with us. Okay, good. I'm very From here. Oh, oh! It, it is nearly a week to travel from Iman to Vasselheim via airship. Yes. To Kraghammer? No, to Kraghammer. From here, it's about a three-day travel right. horseback. It's the airship, right? We, we, don't, we don't have an airship. There is no airship to Kraghammer. Oh, that's, that's a big yeah. That, but it would have dropped us off in Iman anyway. So, so that we just shaved off five days. Totally. Good sure. job, Tiberius. You're a, a keen, I pop on out and I say hello again. Yes. Oh, you. You've returned. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, this time I would like you to fill out the proper paperwork. This so time, of course, you of course. already know ahead of time that we are dear friends of Uriel, and of we paperwork. do not need to. That need to is not things. true. I had my I ass chewed out by the headmaster <laughs> Thurmond Adam last time you came through and told me that. So, and he, from underneath his desk, <laughs> slams down what looks to be a close about 20, 20, 25 papers. I require you to fill these out so I do not lose my job here in the Lyceum. All right, Vax, you know what? Vax pulls it over and starts filling it out and saying, all right, but you know, we're kind of a big deal here. What are you trying <laughs> to get me to do it? I was you saying Percy's so good at paperwork. I, I, can, I can split the load. But I thought we had a lawyer for this. I thought we had Burt Riddle's Esquire. Uh, excuse me. There's, we're doing the paperwork. Here. Let's just do the paperwork. I'm sending X's just everywhere. Just because you didn't like paperwork or Elvin doesn't mean I don't. I've got it, I've got it, but Uriel's not going to be pleased. He's going to be super pissed. But don't worry, I'll, I'll... I look forward to it. You really do. <laughs> Great. Well, here you are, uh, and here's my... Do you have a bathroom around here? Oh, scan and hold it. I pick up an instrument to write with and go... Down the hall to the left. All right, I might make it. Vax <laughs> <laughs> um, fills out the entire thing, except Exit. for the final signature, and says, uh, Scanlan, could you put the final signature on this? Notarize it. Tiberius is helping you. Yeah, we were both... Running up my fly. Oh, God. Final signature? Womp. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sign just my paperwork. Name. I don't see like a problem. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, right. I don't check like a helmet. Thank you kindly. This is what I think You are free here. to go. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been a pleasure. A real pleasure. Very much so. See you next Thank time. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. So you know what I think? Okay, so much. Here we go. You know what, what I think? I think you guys hate each other, actually. We're <laughs> good. Everything's fine. Go on your way. We're good. Goodbye. Goodbye. Moving on. You look now well rested. All it's right. so beautiful. Don't worry, I shat in the hallway. <laughs> it's fine. It's what fine. time of day is it? Uh, as you guys leave the Lyceum, you enter the main courtyard that leads into it. You are currently uh, within the cloud-top district of Iman. A clear blue sky just dotted with clouds ahead of you. You gather it's probably you know around 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, no time has passed since the travel was instantaneous Instant. thanks to teleportation. You are so good, you. <laughs> Let's... 
Why don't we take a day or two to recuperate? Yes, yeah, so you guys, our way to we are officially out. drunk in two different cities. Wait, wait. I'm not drunk. Is our next destination oh. Craig House? Yes. yes. I was drunk. Collect our money. Let's take a, let's take a night and then go set off in the morning. <laughs> what, time is it right, what time is it right now in the day? It's about 3, 4 p.m. Yeah, I think it's about shit o'clock. Are we drained? Maybe? Ride drunk and drink all the ride. She's day drunk. Booze. Well, drunk riding. We have let's go home and change clothes. Oh, we can go, yes, we can go to the keep and say hi to everyone. I need to water the garden. Yes. Probably we, have to. No, we, we, like to we make have some servants that do that. To the keep! But they don't do to it. The to the keep. They do it right. with the same water. You guys make your way uh, through from the Cloud Top District to the southern, southern edge of Iman, to the uh, lower slums, outside of the city along the southern wall, to uh, Grayskull Keep. The visual is welcoming, yes. it looks it's standing clean, and in the distance you can see a figure kind of walking across the top of the wall, kind Ooh. of keeping a watch. Oh. Um, as you get closer, you can see it is the uh, the image of Cordell. Cordell, one of the half orc, yep, the individual yes. that you guys hired along with, with uh, Shane. Um, as you approach the front gate, you see what looks like a tent, like a like a, a large, thick, burlap uh, or linen, brown tent is just kind of set up right outside of that you guys. That wasn't there before. What, what is that? Tent? Where? Yeah, Wait, Cordell. What? Cordell. What is this tent? Uh, Cordell is kind of looking over the edge. The guy's approach. He gives you a wave. Oh hi! Hello! I'm and Cordell. you can see uh, Shane kind of runs up next to him off the top. She has her crossbow at the ready. She goes, "Oh, finally you've arrived! I'm so glad you could make it." Yes, um, this has been here for about two weeks now. Is what? someone inside of it? At which point you hear like sudden rustling from the inside of the tent, and a face pops out briefly. You can see uh, what looks. Humanoid features, and suddenly darts back inside, and you hear more rustling. It sounds like pots and metals clinking around. I immediately go over there and throw open the. As you throw open the tent, at that moment you see another person is kind of pushing out of the tent, and you both have this awkward moment where you both, <laughs> and he kind of pushes off you instinctively and kind of writes himself. The tent kind of half collapses behind him, and he catches himself and stands there at the ready. You see before you um, uh, what looks to be a, a young man, probably in his late teens, like Rock. 19, 20 years old, haphazardly dressed in scale mail armor. <laughs> Phrasing. Uh, a long sword, crossbow, and hand axe, and buckler all dangling from his belt, uh, weighing him down slightly. Uh, his dark brown eyes peer from beneath his short, tussled ash blonde hair, and a nervous yet excited smile flashes across his, across his face. Um, oh, you've returned! Ha, huh, you, you Percival! Percival, the, the great, the great one who who streaks fire from his from his tube, ah, uh, and and the great oh. druid princess, and, and Keyleth, right? And you, you, the dragonborn who controls the elements himself, Tiberius yes. of the Stormwind family. Yes, I'm I've heard of you. Don't, don't, no, no, no. wait. Okay, Scanlan, Scanlan, I've heard your tales across the land. Your womanizing does not reach ears too far from well, the city. I'm man too, man too. That's what you're <laughs> And you. The twins, oh, Vaxeldan and Vaxalia. Oh, the many bodies you've lain at your feet of the evil that crossed your path, and the mighty muscled Grog. Oh, oh, I, I'm beside myself. Grog I'm waiting the victorious, for get it right. The victorious, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> and you are, young man. I, I'm Kynan Leore, son of Harold the Butcher, and. I, I wish to join you in your travels. Oh, darling, oh, you're so brave and strong. 
Well, you're welcome to do so. It would it would be my honor. It really, truly would be. No, no, no. Kind this of, is um, not an open membership situation. You seem to know a lot about it. Vox Machina we, uh, has been together for many years, and we've forged our bonds of friendship. And I can forge my win. I can prove myself. How? How? What is your skill, sir? Well, I, I've, I've, well, uh, my, my father, uh, Harold the Butcher, well known throughout these lands. For uh, butchering, I believe. He's a good yes. butcher. Yeah. Well, he, he, he is an actual butcher um, in the upper slums. But, but, but right. I have been training day and night for months in, until in I was months? ready to fight alongside you all. And, and, and I now, I humbly offer my sword as part of Vox Machina. Uh, your sword? Yes, I'm a skilled swordsman. You uh, are. Yes. Well, show us. I have an idea. I, I trained. Under old Leonard Fike, an ex-guard captain of Iman himself. Wait, wait, He's what was of... his name? Lord Linen Fike? Leonard Fike. Uh, he was once... Leonard Fike. Leonard Fike, as he's, yes. as he's talking, I motion to open the, the gates. You hear a shift as uh, uh, Shane and Cord, uh, Cordell begin to pull the top of the gates, I... the chains, is kind he, of plunging. Is, is he talking to, to Vex? Are they right talking together? I'm using insight. Closer to you. Go ahead and roll insight. Are they, how close are they? Uh, they're about three, four feet across. Three, four feet apart? She's okay. closest to him. I flip a da- uh, dagger in my hand, and I go <laughs> to the back of his head. Is what you I do. Okay. Knock him out? No, no, wait. Yeah, yeah that's I did, what I, I do. <laughs> I did it, it's done. All right, go ahead yeah. and, and roll attack. Thanks. Don't worry, I'm using the flat end. Oh, good, that's a 17. <laughs> Plus whatever. Plus a, a high number. Oh, you rolled a 17. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. Uh, Sneak attack damage, uh, it's a critical because it's before yeah, he acted. Yeah, but it's the back end of the dagger, yeah. all right? Yep. So go ahead, that go ahead and roll front. sneak attack uh, times two. I go inside the keep. And you're touching just, my dice! The boy needs a lesson. This is not a life for a child. Okay, that's oh, good. Jesus. <laughs> it's like a million. <laughs> times two. 28. 28 on the sneak attack times damage two. only. Is that and times I remember two? That the, or is it 28 times two? times two? Oh, times two. Oh, that's so that's 50. <laughs> he's dead. No, no, he's no, no, dead. no, he's not. No, he's Cleaved not. Cleaved his head off he's, with the blunt end of the knife. It's like a level one, you killed him. It's 56. Just the sneak attack damage alone. I'll roll a one. And then, and then add, add, the, add the d4. Right. And the modifier for the dagger. It's 10. I mean, so, it's, so, it's, so total of 66 damage. 66 damage, yeah. 66 damage. But it's non-lethal. As you're having this conversation, you just whoosh behind him and whack right to the temple. It's like, I'm I'm a swordsman. I'm trained. I'm... And he just goes straight down into a pile. With my bonus action, I pull out one of my remaining healing potions. Right? And I shove it in his mouth like this. And let it go, 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 down in. All right. Um, that happened so fast. Push. <laughs> Eventually he's like, oh, 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 oh. Hi, darling. I take it's him the lapels. <laughs> Things move very fast with us. I don't, I, I don't think you understand what you're asking for. If you think you can handle oh, that. Oh, Axel Don. <laughs> this is why he's single. <laughs> I've heard of your work for quite some time. Show me your ways. Illithid. All right? Beholders, large white dragons. I know it's cool to see her flash of boobs and 
this one sing a song bums, by the way ever. it's all excitement and craziness and all the rock and roll <laughs> that the kids are talking about <laughs> listen to me you're selling him on this big time it's dangerous you could die any given day so could i so could she so could him no. maybe not him no. but the rest of us sure are you really interested in this make an intimidation check Oh, little one. It's mine. Why? Tough love. That's called tough love. Welcome to LA, bitch. That's, that's not bad. That's a ten plus. Can somebody pass me uh, that shit over there? And plus six. Sixteen. He looks at you for a second. His eyes, his you know, his brow kind of comes together, and you can see there's a quiver to his bottom lip. And he goes, Oh. Wait, wait. There. There's oh, his heart breaking. I thought you were oh. a hero. Oh. oh! It's two weeks to meet you. How could you do that? What's, okay. Tell me your name again. Kaiman. Kaiman. Hang out. Doesn't matter at all. You're right. He kind of puts his hand up and kind of pushes you away. He gets back, gets back, pulls the first out of your hands, and kind of takes a few steps away and looks over his shoulder. You can see now there's tears welling up in his eyes, and he goes, "I just wanted to be a hero." Wait, 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 Kynan! Kynan. Train him up. Send him on a mission. Come back when you're ready. No, send him on a mission. No, send him on a mission right now. Yeah, do something like gratifying. Come back when you're ready. Come back again. Train yourself. And I personally, personally, will be your mentor. Make a persuasion rule. Oh, you better roll good, because I'm going to be so mad at you if Not you hurt good. him. Not What's good. my persuasion? Look at you. Right. Right. Oh, they they passed it down, all right. Not good. Uh, <laughs> I'll make a seven. <laughs> he looks back at you in the tears. No, I'm going to use luck. All right. Oh, it's a 20 in that one. Central 20? Yeah. He looks at you with the tears welling up in his eyes, kind of blinks them away for a second and sniffles them. <laughs> you mean that? I do. Drink it. I do. <laughs> you will be my right-hand man. I promise. Looks over at the rest of you, looks at Percy, looks at Keyleth. Tiberius isn't there. Tiberius has already walked into the keep. <laughs> <laughs> looks at Scanlan. Looks at Vixalia, looks at Grog. He grasps the sword that's currently she decided. I will. I'll make you proud. I will be. I will be Vox Machina with you. I swear it. I swear it. And he runs back to his tent, and you see him starts gathering up his things, and he begins tearing it down, and he's pulling it up, and he's kind of like you can see he's he's the tears are still coming from beneath his grimace, but he steals his expression. I walk over to promise. him. All right, these people can't hear this. I kneel down next to him. And I put my hand on his shoulder and say, I was once like you. I didn't know what I wanted or where I was going. I just want you to be ready. We've got some shit to do. When we come back, we'll start over. You're starting from ground zero. You're starting from the basement. You're gonna work your way up. And I promise you, I will be ready for you, no matter what Mercer throws at me. I promise. Mercer's are gone. 
Thanks, right? God. Don't question it. I take him by the hair. Don't question kiss it. Him. Just come back. Don't kiss him, he's 16. Right on his forehead. Okay. Gaz at the rest of his tent and things and kind of piles in his, and he's like speechless at this point. He's you can see he's, he's partially torn between like wanting to wanting to look hard and, and ready to do this and also still kind of blown away by the fact that he's even encountered you guys after all this time. And he takes the rest of his stuff and holds it in one arm and just darts off down the path towards the river and then hops over it and then makes his way towards the rest of Iman and vanishes into the distance. You know, you might have just sent him to his death. Why did you have to knock him out? To go home and train. Yes, but we now you trained him. We almost lesson. died ourselves in that he temple, in that pyramid. He yeah. would have expectations in his head. Are they inside yet? Uh, you guys yeah, are we'll So we should have just made him a full-fledged member today, no, no, right now. No, standing no, facing towards him. Or made him a butler, he doesn't want to do As that. you guys are having this conversation, you turn into the entrance of the keep, and there standing, arms behind his back, is Tiberius, serious-faced. Oh. Tiberius, what's up? Right of Vax. Oh. What's that? Why did you do that to that young man? He was not ready. Stop it! That was aggressive beyond necessity. We should have trialed the boy. He, that was his trial. That was not a trial. We'll see if he comes back. You are far more powerful, Vax. You know that. This boy was a, a fan at best. We could have put him to work or something. I do and not you think agree. he would have been happy with work? Yes, for the I'm time I'm not being, even happy that he told him to go there. off and continue training. Tiberius. I think telling him to go and continue training is a bad idea. I have no idea, idea what happened. He now knows the facts. He knows his skill level. He knows, he knows where he stands. Talk to a young boy who He will either us. go back to being a fishmonger, or he will Son come. Son of a butcher. Son of a butcher. Son of a butcher. Well, everyone has their own personal part. <laughs> or he will come back to me. And if he comes back to me, I will train him. If not, it wasn't meant to be. And if he He's comes for your fine. head, he won't. Oh, no, he won't. I'll deal with that as well. Did you never see The Incredibles? <laughs> I'm just saying. Kill <laughs> <laughs> Bill. Vax. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes, Tiberius. You and Grog, I respect and fear the most out of all of us. You are cunning. What am I? Strong. I could crush you in one blow. So okay. You're a let's, let's, let's just, let's, <laughs> let's leave it. Vex, uh, Vex I, I feel you, you and I'm slightly attracted to you as well. Oh, <laughs> but, oh, okay. Grog and Vex, you are the strongest and most noblest and cunning of, of, of You all live of because I let you live. Just, so much. Just, just, just say that out loud. You believe what you believe. Uh, I'm just saying. When it comes to things, sometimes you really rush into stuff and stop, because, you know, you can just be chilled sometimes. <laughs> like, At which point you hear a voice ring out from across the uh, courtyard of the keep. <laughs> oh, you've all returned! Oh. And you see across the way, uh, Lena, your joyful housekeeper, comes oh. rushing out, arms open to greet you all. You can see there's a little bit of dirt on the front of her apron, like she's been uh, cutting the hedges or doing some sort of garden work, and she rushes out and hungry to you. Oh, well. it's been so con. It's been far too long. It's so good to see all of you. As, as I see her, I, I turn to greet, but I want to give Vax a little pinch in the butt, like okay. a little friendly pinch, a little, little tweak, yeah. little dragonborn tweak. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe. Sorry, that reminds me. Um. Oh, done. And she pulls out a little piece of paper. You recognize it. Uh, it's used in various arcane messaging. And she kind oh. of pulls out a small quill and dabbles it and starts writing a quick message on it. 
closes the lid, it disappears. What was that? I'm sorry, I was given that just in case you all returned. Uh, Um, Who gave you that? uh, What uh, was that? Seeker Asum Emring of the council, the ranger. He said as soon as you all returned, I was supposed to let him know. He had very important business with you. Maybe from the future, don't do that until we tell you it's okay to do that. Right. No, no, it's Seeker Emmering, of the Council of Tador. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Wait, no, he's an ally. He's no, an ally. he's fine. It's just it's you okay. know, maybe you if we want to us, like take uh, a little nap or something. Yes, I'm sorry. Ask us I was. First. Oh, okay. It's fine. My apologies. It's fine. I was given implicit instructions you never by know. him. Hey. All right. Also, could you, you instruct the? Uh, <laughs> I give her a hug. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm very scaly. Good to see you too, Lord Tiberius Stormwind. Um, Could you instruct the, the security guards? We, we can take care of but we, we should instruct the security guards to, if there's a tent outside the keep, they should just burn it down. No, 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 Keep it inside. If he comes back to us, he already rolled up his tent. Did he leave anything? No. There was like a couple of like small pots and pans. If he comes back, let him in. If I'm not here, let him use my room for as long as he likes, and I'll pay for it. Okay, it'll be done. Feeling guilty that you knocked him out, bro? No, I feel perfectly justified. No, you shouldn't. I think you are. Can we rest before we go see this ranger? Let's do it. Yes. All right, you guys make your way into the keep. Uh, Lena uh, immediately rushes off to the kitchen, that. begins preparing a welcome back meal for all of you. You can smell after the next 10, 15 minutes pass by, that scent of freshly cooked meats and baking bread begins to fill the air around Gray Skull Keep. Uh, the halls are kept nice and warm, it's very clean and is a very welcome sight to be back home. Uh, you take a uh, time to, to rest and kind of exhale and go over the sequence. And, and as you walk by, you see across the right from the main foyer, uh, uh, foyer, if you will, uh, you can see a little bit of the light uh, uh, echoing through from the temple to Saren Ray, the uh, stained glass oh, itself. And for a moment, you all kind of take a sad memory of She's Pike, wherever she is, hopefully to return to you very soon. It's just not home without her. Here's the thing, Scanlan, how do you look through your poo? <coughs> like, can you look through it anywhere? Does it have to be from the... Okay. <laughs> if you'd like to... You need to do the Heimlich? You know, no, I'm, good. Good. <laughs> I'm feeling a little bit pike-sick right now. I, I could I could concentrate very hard. Just concentrate for a moment and see what she's doing. Would we be able to see as well? No, I'd have to describe to you what I see. Tell us what you see. Unless she's naked, in which case stop looking. Yeah, yes. in Brooklyn. Of course, I would definitely stop looking if I saw her naked in front of my poop. Oh, God. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, sorry. Sure, I'm going to try right. to scry through my poo. I would be naked. Okay. <laughs> you sit down and close your eyes and begin to concentrate. Is this first? Is this first? Yeah. Okay. And as you begin to, to focus your energy, you, you're, you're, the, the sense of the arcane mind itself is gathered between the center of the head and the center of the chest. You begin to join these in the center, and your consciousness begins to glide downward towards your bowels. <laughs> eventually, eventually, you find a point of connection, and you feel your vision uh, transcending the single point on the primaterial plane. You are brought through the small channel across the astral sea to connect, and suddenly your vision takes place. What looks like a cluster of dirt to one side, 
and a darkened chamber that is lit by a series of torches. Before you, you see, still, and slightly muddled, uh, the Temple of Saren Ray is partially uncovered. You can see the large stone archway that is the, the, the front of the partially collapsed uh, temple. You can see now there is stone being brought down the wooden staircase, uh, and it is being used to slowly build up and reconstruct what was once a beautiful and very well-revered uh, structure. You can see in the distance a small, uh, kind of light, white-haired gnome figure that is currently kind of acting as foreman for this whole construction process and is giving orders and shouts to the other individuals here. Oh, sorry. Uh, glancing about, you see her step over, and one person kind of trips and drops a stone, and she walks up to them and takes them by the shoulder and lifts them back up and gives them a little hug, and then picks up the stone and carries it with them over to where it belongs on the side of one of the walls. I fired that person, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> a few more moments pass, and you you gather this is this is a, a you know a slow moving but a consistent moving uh, renovation of the Temple of Saren Ray based on the limited number of people that she has at her disposal to help with the process. But it seems to be going well. <sighs> What'd you see? She was definitely naked. Really. <laughs> <laughs> No, she was supervising her crew in a in a fair but firm way. And <laughs> she was just being pike driven, radiant, radiant beautiful, mm-hmm. and powered by the spirit of Saren Ray. She's everything that we think of her and more. She's beautiful and charming and let's just let it be known that I could kill Tiberius if I if I wanted to. I'm just gonna say it's that. Fine. It's fine. It's yes, you can, Scanlan. Yes, but, I mean that's beside the point. Pike was glorious and wonderful and confident, and I miss her so much. And I hope from time to time I can look in on her. Anytime you want. Look through your shit. <laughs> well, it's any, it's really it's any part it's any bodily fluid. I could bleed. I could piss. I could barf. Vax pulls out his flask and raises it. Gradual <laughs> taper fade to the effect. I'm raising my flask and I say to Pike. To Pike. To Pike. To Pike. To Pike. The best in all of us. She really was she and is. And is our own little inspirational poster inside each and every she one of like us. Doesn't like little, but yes. Okay. As you all drink, a familiar voice echoes from across the hallway. Uh, Pike? Your food is ready, oh. everyone! And you see Erwin uh, Dastel, your elderly uh, halfling manservant, is there standing in his attire, smiling, happy to see you all. Uh, uh, Lena would like you all to know that your meal is ready. Thank you. This way, please. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddies. <laughs> he leads you to the, uh, the dining hall. The food is already prepared. You sit down to eat. Uh, meal is very welcome. It's the best food you've had in a while. Very like, like comparable southern comfort food. Like it's just gravy, biscuits, it's fried chicken, it's, like waffles. Chicken. <laughs> it's delightful. Um, a little ways into the meal, uh, you can see Cordell steps into the room and kind of glances in for a second. I am sorry to interrupt, but we have a visitor. Oh. Is it a counselor from Taldore? It is the halfling. Invite him in for for dinner. Does he want some fried chicken? Yes. I could ask. Please. Tell him if he's okay with us being a little tipsy. Uh, Well, I figured we just kind of kept going. I'm not drunk. (laughs) I drink water. He steps off. Um, He just toasted the pike. The moment comes by, and you and you see. 
Seeker Asim Emmering arrives into the doorway. You can see him. You know, he's he's wearing uh, dark, looks like a set of leather armor, a very very deep green cloak about his shoulders. Even at the council meetings, he's dressed for utility. And he seems to be that individual who has his eye in many places in the room at once. Um, he's a ranger by trade and paranoid by nature. Um, his head is shaved bald, and he has tattoos across one side of his halfling face. Uh, and as he walks in, he kind of gives a swift bow and says to everyone, Greetings, I'm sorry to interrupt your meal. I um, was notified that you have arrived, and uh, well, I business I would like to discuss if you have a moment. Speak the bad news. Would you like a salad? We're not in the mood for bad news. It's not bad news. It's just something I wanted to run by the rest of you. Please feel free to speak. He steps and finds a a chair at one of the nearby tables, kind of clustered towards the center where you guys have pushed uh, your, uh, your dining tables together. Now, while you were gone, a, uh, a venture has been put into motion. In celebration of the agreed-upon construction of a grand bridge across the Shearing Channel to the eastern continent of Wynandir, a dinner is being held here within a week. This venture is helmed by one Lord and Lady Briarwood of Whitestone, uh, as the bridge would be set at the edge of the Alabaster Sierras. Uh, They are probably en route as we speak. Now the bridge shall open trade routes with the Kingdom of Wildmount across the way. Now I'm here because few things escape my eye. Percival, when last we were company, you had shifted so very uncomfortably at the mention of these two. I ask why. Had I? I hadn't noticed. I did. Very noticeable. I'm sorry. I've had dealings with them before. I find them untrustworthy. I have my reservations as well. My network has been watching their acquisition of Whitestone since the Drollo family fell to disease, and there are far more questions than answers. I've sent operatives to inquire, but each has sent me a letter of resignation, instead of choosing to stay within Whitestone under my employ. Now, our sovereign requested that I extend an invitation to this coming dinner, per your request to him, Percy. To you, Vox Machina. I'm here to ask if you will attend, and if so, if I can trust you to keep an eye while I do my work. What's say, Percy? That's Percy's call. Yes, we will attend. Very good. I will contact you in the next few days, and we shall discuss further. Until then, enjoy the rest of your meal. And thank you. He sits up from his feet. We're and having uh, bread pudding for dessert now. Yes. I'm good, thank you. Okay. Wait, when did you say this dinner was taking place? In a week? In about a week. Oh, they should be arriving. Phil, excuse me, I have a like bit of work to do downstairs. Go to Craighammer and back? Maybe. Seven days in a week, or like, uh, like in a week, like five days? Like, they're expected to arrive within the next five to seven days. The dinner is set for seven to eight days from now. Got it. Gotcha. Wonderful. That should give us time. Thank you for your information. Of course. We Percy. shall discuss further. I've already. Oh, what does the attire for the event? Percy's she, gone. Is it as formal as one may muster? If you do not have suitable attire, it will be provided. But please do notify the council. Oh, 
I can lend you one of my jackets. I'd like to see what they produce. Mm. I don't that. really do formal, so... We have the don't fancy worry, monk robes. We have a wonderful tailor. We it's have you know, yes. fancy clothes in the... In the fancy robes. Two of them. Who can figure this out amongst yourselves? I have yes. business yes. to attend to. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you, Council. We'll be there. Thank you. Of course. And with that, he turns around and leaves. And it's one of those individuals where as he walks away, and this catches your eye in particular, for a moment you have to admire the fact that he takes not but two steps, and for a second you swear he was walking at about 15 feet of the door and he's just gone. He's good. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we shall end Thanks for listening to the Critical Role podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.